0: what is up Gypsy gang and welcome back to the Gypsy Tales podcast and today I am interviewing a unicorn, R. Willie. He is one of the most creative and influential people in action sports and despite being famous since basically he was a 12 year old, he remains one of the most humble, down to earth and nicest guys I've ever had the pleasure of working with. Despite being in the absolute peak of his career, he still puts such a huge emphasis on the, the youth that are involved in the sports that he loves and being a great example for those guys. I've been wanting to get Willie on the podcast for a really long time, and I'm so glad that it happened. It was his first podcast, and honestly, it was just an honor to, uh, to, to be able to give him the platform to tell such an incredible story. Before we get into today's episode, got to give a shout out to our epic sponsors. Firstly, we are brought to you by the all-new Dirt 5 and this game delivers the most insanely fun off-road racing experience. Blaze a trail around the world with over 70 unique routes across 10 different global locations. The variety of cars you can choose in this game is absolutely mind-blowing. My personal favourite probably has to be the beefed-up trophy trucks that you can get, but there is everything from rally cars, rock bouncers, buggies, and way more. Of course, you can race in a career mode, play four-player split screen, and race in all new innovative online modes. And if you like to customize your car's look, you can also get creative with the brand new livery editor for all your whips. New for Dirt 5 is Playgrounds, which also allows you to create, share, and discover custom arenas. You can race X Games, rip under the Christ Redeemer in Brazil, or under the Northern Lights in Norway. Dirt 5 is available now on all platforms, including the all-new PS5. Pop quiz, Gypsy gang, have you ever seen anybody frown on a sea Hmm, I can't hear you, but I'm going to assume you answered like me and said no. After riding the past few weekends in this summer heat, I think I'm going to be spending some of my time behind bars on the water this summer. If you've been thinking what I've been thinking, then you've probably been looking at the Sea-Doo range on the JSW Power Sports website to get your summer adrenaline fix. And when I say adrenaline, I mean going from zero to hundred Ks an hour in just 3.6 seconds on the all new 2021 Sea-Doo RXP X300. There's a pretty solid little crew of guys that are on the JSW program now. Guys like Corey Creed and Andy Jackman seem to have had this idea way before I did. If your summer holidays have been canceled, this might be an awesome way to find a new destination out on the water. For more information on these floating fun machines, head to jswpowersports.com.au. And of course, tell them you're a member of the Gypsy Gang. Well, now that you've cooled down and got wet, it is time to get dry. And the best way that I know how to get dry is with the world's best towel from Dry Times. Specifically designed to dry fast and leave all the sand at the beach, a towel from Dry Times will be your best mate this summer. Head to drytimes.com and use the code GYPSYGANG for 15% off. We're also brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile, and I want to let you know about the prepaid package that I have run for all of 2020. I'm a bit of a data guy, so for me, the $300, 240 gig, long expiry, prepaid plan is perfect for me. Boost Mobile is on the full 4G Telstra network and gives you the best coverage in Oz to go with all of that data. Head to boost.com.au for more information. Crick's Tweed is the dealership that we trust to get us around, and our 2020 whip has been the all-new Mitsubishi Triton. We've well and truly put this thing through its paces in 2020, and it's seen more bikes and ramps in the back of it than Jack Miller's bought two strokes off Gumtree. If you need a new or used set of wheels for 2021, head to crickstweed.com.au to book in your test drive. I kind of wish I had a bit more in common with R-Willie than this, but my only claim here is that we share a couple of sponsors, but hey, I'll take it. Our Willy is a member of the Nobby Nation, and if he was here to tell you, our Willie is a member of the Nobby Nation, and if he was here, he would tell you all about how safe those Nobbies keep his gigantic uh, quads of his. Head to nobbyunderwear.com.au, and for just $20 a month, you can become a member of the Nobby Nation as well. What else do uh, Willie and I have in common, you may ask? Well, we both run Fist Handware. The main difference being that Willie wins X Games in his and I pretty much just go over the bars trying to take out Sam in mine. Chapter 14 has dropped and you can head to fisthandware.com.au and use the code GYPSYGANG for 15% off. We cannot dip on these ads without giving a shout out to the legends at mxstore.com.au. If you order before 2 p.m. on a weekday, you're gonna get your stuff shipped that very same day. Damn, those boys and girls at MX Store are absolutely killing it. It's pretty much a weekly stop for me at this point. And also got to let you know that Rival Inc. is giving away a brand new CRF 110. It's their 100K Instagram giveaway. You can head to Rival Inc. Design code to check that promo out. Damn, thank you everybody for the support of this podcast. This has been Life far our biggest month, and we haven't even released the podcast with this absolute Lord yet. So thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to all of the messages. It's honestly so humbling to meet so many amazing people through the Gypsy Gang. Um, every message that gets sent, every time you guys buy a shirt, every time you guys share the podcast, it's absolutely amazing. And I appreciate every single last one of you. And now I present the man, the myth, the legend, R. Willie. I've actually
1: never done a podcast
0: Dude, isn't that insane? I bet you've been asked to do a trillion podcasts
1: Nah, you know what? The only guy that ever asked, it was a long time ago And I was like a little bit nervous, was Theo Vaughn
0: Oh, no shit
1: Yeah, yeah, because he gets some pretty crazy people on So he like, seen my Instagram and he was like Oh, I got to get you on like that. was This was like four years ago though,
0: and you didn't want to do it.
1: No, I just wasn't in. I was in Australia. Yeah, you know? and then I'm like, didn't re- when I when it came to like actually being there. We're well like he was on tour in Australia when I was in America. Yeah, so like, yeah. Our paths just didn't cross. It's yeah.
0: crazy. The the you're in a unique position because. What you do, like, with the BMX stuff, like, you can do crazy shit that looks cool. Yeah. But there's just something about the shit you can do on a scooter that just (laughs) looks so retarded. And it's just, like, you don't have to know anything about anything. Like, Dana White would know nothing about BMX. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But he can look at what you do on a scooter and just be like, what?
1: Yeah, I think that that's definitely, like, one thing I always strive for was, like, kind of doing the tricks that someone that doesn't even ride yeah. would like look at and like thought would think like, Whoa, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, like I did that bike flip where like I let it go. It does a front flip. And now like so many people can do it, but just no one thought to do it for like what all the years of BMX happening. No yeah. one thought to try this. I heard I heard some people were like, Oh yeah, I did it on trampoline, but it's like, why not just try it? And then I knew it would, could work because I rode a scooter yeah. and like we did it on scooter, like maybe a year before, and then I'm like, you know, is this going to work on BMX? And then I just tried it. And that's, like, pretty much my whole BMX career now. Yeah. It's like, what what scooter tricks will work on BMX? And then I just bring them to BMX and it works pretty well.
0: It's funny, though, because, like, the whole scooter kid thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, oh, I mean, I grew up riding BMX every single day like we grew up in cans there was nothing else to do all we did was dig jumps ride skate parks and bully scooter kids (laughs) and it's like you're the you're like this white knight that has just like come through the scooter kid ranks and then you're the dude that took over all the bmx shit and it was i don't know there's something so crazy about your come up and what you've like not only just done for scooter kids but you've like legit You've legitimized scooters so much that like now you're like the top dog BMX dude as well. It's just, it's a crazy, like, it's a crazy thing that happened to like make R-Willy, like the phenomenon of R-Willy. I
1: think I just like people just, ha- you know, they had that, they people had that stereotype where they were like, mm. oh, it's scooter tricks. Like I'm not down with scooter tricks where I'm like a scooter kid and I jumped on a BMX bike and I'm like, oh, well, I can do my scooter tricks on a BMX bike. And then I just did it so much that people were like, wait, what's going on? Like, why Why didn't we do these tricks? Oh yeah, it's because we were hating not too busy hating yeah, on the yeah. scooter kids. Yeah. And then now we have like heaps of BMX riders that came from scootering and they're like taking over, like guys like Brandon Lupo's. Like, he used to...
0: He bike. was a scooter kid, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. he didn't so, tell you? No, he did. I forgot about that. I blanked that shit out.
1: Yeah, but legit, he was, like, a scooter kid as well. But he rode bikes a lot, too. So, it was, like, both. Yeah. No, same with me. Like, I would just bring my scooter and BMX to the skate park. And it was, like, is more of my friends riding BMX? I'll jump on BMX. It was For me, it's always just been about, like, going to the skate park with my mates and just enjoying my time there and like kind of progressing with each other and like challenging each other. And it's like, it, that's just what I was growing up doing. And yeah. then it grew into like being on big competitions like X games. And then it's kind of the same thing. Like all the guys out there are my friends and we're yeah. all like super positive. Everyone's like hoping that everyone does super well. And I think that that's an amazing thing about action sports is because even though it's a competition, like we all know the risks and yeah. no one's out there like, wanting anyone else to fall because they know what Mm. happens when you do fall you know it's it's dangerous
0: man the the one thing with with you that i like action sports has given me everything yeah like i grew up riding then did my film thing in america now i've got this podcast like my life has been like given to me in such a positive way by action sports yeah But there's been times where, like, I'm, like, over it and then Mm. it's there and then you're, like, negative about it and, you know, you can go, like, it's got these little weird pathways and it can spit people out and Mm. it can, you know, it sort of can produce some weird negative stuff if you let it. But I feel like one of the things with you is, like, you're this pure dude that has (laughs) just come, literally started from the bottom, like, skate park rat on a scooter (laughs) you know and it's like you've literally got to the top of what you've done and like i know a lot of like we haven't met yeah before this but like everybody speaks so insanely highly (laughs) of you you've never deviated from the path you've Mm. never fallen into the traps of you know some of like the fame the money some of the action sports kind of carry on that that can go yeah yeah. with it and like i just yeah you're you're such a pure representation of like how good action sports can be (laughs) and like when i was in america doing the the team stuff yeah all of the sponsors would be like oh no like you would go to these new companies that weren't in action sports and they would be like oh action sports that's like kind of like tattooed bully dudes and Mm -hmm. there's that stereotype and it's like i don't know you just seem like you're the dude that's waving the flag the hardest (laughs) for like the pure this is what's possible this is how your life can change this is how you can have an amazing life through these sports and i think that you're this one person that can give like any parent hope where it's like my kids is like just hanging at a skate park you know and i think that it's so cool that that you've stayed on that path this whole time
1: yeah, I think that um, I mean, I was literally that kid at the skate park every day, yeah. and then it just grew into something more. I just kind of like kept looking to the next trick. What's what can I do? What can be the next big thing that I do? And I don't know. I always just loved the. Oh, okay. oh. I always love uh just going down the skate park and being with my mates, and then it kind of just grew into the, like, oh, I can uh, make money now. I can mm. go on trips and like have more fun with my mates. Now I'm on Nitro Circus now. I'm interacting with guys that I've looked up to my whole life, like Travis Pastrana, and like, not only do I look up to Travis for what he's done, but more so for like the things that he brings out and the people around him, mm. and that's kind of like what has inspired me to just keep going. Like, obviously, doing the new tricks that's awesome, and like doing a world's first trick is like awesome, and I love doing it. But the biggest thing for me now is to like build my compound where I can have guys from Australia come out and like express themselves and be the best they can be because i feel like i literally was just i'm just a normal kid i'm not Mm. like maybe i have good air awareness but i think that i just grew that over time because i don't think i started with it like i wasn't doing gym i never did gymnastics Mm. i never did any kind of like sport too much and it was just action sports that kind of stuck yeah and then i just um got the opportunity you know and and when i got the opportunity i like did my best and i think that's how i grew because i would get on Nitro Circus and then the first show at Nitro Circus I did it, the world's first double front flip like and I aced that opportunity and then I think I just managed to ace the opportunities that got put in front of me mm. but I was never like the I don't think I was like ever the greatest I just managed to do the right things at the right time mm. and I feel like any kid in the whole world can do that and I just want to be able to show people that because I know that my friends that I grew up with at the skate park if they had the ramp They could go out there and do worlds first because my mates do it now. My Mm. mates that I used to ride with, they never got the opportunity to ride the mega ramp. And now I've got one in my backyard and they're doing tricks that no one else in the world can do. So, you know that the the potential is out there everywhere. Mm. They just need the opportunity. And that's like why I'm trying to like give everyone the opportunity now.
0: It's so cool, man. And it's so right. Like, And Harry's the perfect example of that. Yeah. Like, Harry is just the ultimate... He's another example of a guy where it's like action sports. Like, he just dedicated him, himself to action sports and, like, his desire to do good and to succeed and to, like, live out these dreams. They outweighed every crash he had. Mm. They outweighed every setback. They outweighed every rainy day. They outweighed every bike failure that he had and he's got that that same mentality i think one of the cool things that that you do really well and like man sometimes i'll be in bed like watching your videos <laughs> yeah. of like you fucking up a trick oh, dude. like 150 so times much. and it's like even for me like i still love run moto and i'll mm. go to the track and i'll On a really good day, I'll hit one rut like 40 times, just like doing it over and over to try and get it right. That's so rare, dude. Like, otherwise, I'm just kind of riding around, like having fun. Like, there's not that much commitment (laughs) there, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, to do the kind of shit that you're doing, it's like, And it's sometimes it's just like a stupid trick that you're trying to do. Like like a bar spin to like nose manual around the entire park. And it's like, that means nothing. Like there's no, that's not a world first. That's not, there's no points. There's Mm -hmm. no, that's just you at the skate park. Like do that. And that is like the core, I think. And if you can be a dude that can like, it's like, that's the recipe right there. Like while you succeed, you don't have to look any further than you trying to do a dumb trick 200 times.
1: Dude, I can tell you today, I was riding like a mini scooter that's like this tall, right? (laughs) And like, I'm just filming a YouTube video and I'm like trying this trick on flat and I'm like, oh, just, I'll just get it. And then this 60 tries in, I'm like sweating. I'm like, I was supposed to be done filming this whole video by now, but I just, it's like a blessing and a curse because I'll try a trick. And if I try it 10 times, I'm trying it 600 times until I land it, like all all the sun goes down. my phone dies literally ask all my friends i am the like the worst person for that and it's obviously it's a blessing because like the people at home they see the land and sometimes i put up like the the attempts but most of the time i'm just putting up the land but you don't see like these Mm. 300 attempts me sweating my butt off just trying to land this one trick but i mean all you have to do is land it once for it to like be there and be Mm. exist you know you you only have to do these tricks once for them to exist and that's where I'm kind of like, I have the X game stuff where it's like, that's like almost, it's two tricks, you know, Yeah. I, I, that I can manage. But these guys like Logan Martin and Brandon Lupos that do like a minute run with 30 tricks. Yeah. That's not like, I can't do that. <laughs> I can, I could do easier tricks, but th- I could never do that. And like, I don't see a way, a path for me to be able to do that. But I know that if I, if they wanted me to do one of those tricks that they did in the run or their best trick, then there's a chance I'll do that because I'll try that 300 times so yeah. I get it, you know. Yeah. And I think that that's definitely been the 100% the key to my success is persistence and then, yeah, just – and at competitions, it's just paying off, you know, yeah. getting that one trick done.
0: Yeah, because it's funny. Like, you could – you'd have people, and I'm sure there's people that watch all the time, and they're just like, man, he's just so good. And yeah. it, But it's like I think about, you know, every kid will, like, buy a skateboard and then they'll try and do an ollie. Mm-hmm. But, like, I got a skateboard, and I tried and do an ollie, and I couldn't do a an ollie, and I never really did an ollie. But then it's like that's the, – the it stops there. Yeah. You don't go anywhere past that. But then what you're saying, and, like, this is the secret, it's like you don't have to look any further than – the secret is our Willy won't leave the skate park until he can do a ollie, essentially, right? And yeah. then it's like you just do it progressively more and more and more over time.
1: Yeah, and it's just like are you – are you passionate enough to grind through yeah. that? You know, it's some, some things it's not going to work. Like I honestly think that on a, I could get on a skateboard and like, I could try do a certain trick. Like I could try it a thousand times and not land on a skateboard. I think there's certain, there's mm. definitely certain sports that like, if you do grind, you will do well. And there is like some sports that just maybe aren't your thing. Mm. But I think that at the end of the day, you're always going to have fun is mm. if you do stick in there. Cause you will eventually progress and that's like should be your main thing is just like going out there and maybe you have to push a little but maybe you'll get that reward of learning a trick and as long as you had like a fun day and it was worth it i think that that's what keeps you riding and i always tell people that if you're having fun riding you'll ride more and you'll be better Mm. like maybe if, if you ride for oh i'm gonna train i'm gonna go every day for like five months you better you're not. But you're better off going for a year and just like going and just having fun. You're gonna end up going like more, yeah. and you're gonna be enjoying it more. And I think that definitely having fun is the the best way to like get passionate and get good at something. I th- I think anyway.
0: No, I totally agree.
1: For different people, I think there's different ways. Like I know guys in scootering that like they'll do training and they'll they'll practice their tricks all the time, and they are like one of the best parker. They're the best park riders in the world, and that's probably like. Something that Logan Martin does, Brandon Lupos, they yeah. do have their schedule. They work out and they practice tricks every single time. And that's why they're like, but they kind of
0: had to do what you were talking about first. Oh, like, 100%. you just don't start yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So, what you're talking about, I think, is like, that's there would have been a point where Brandon Lupos did that. And there yeah. would have been a point where Logan did that. And like, I've had Brandon on the podcast, and yeah. he'll be the first to tell you, like, he was just shit. Like, he. <laughs> He's like, I just couldn't win. He's like, I could do tricks. I just couldn't win. He's like, I was shit. I had to like figure it out. Yeah. So it's like, I think, yeah, people... I think that's maybe the problem sometimes with people uh, like young kids like just watching pros Mm -hmm. because they're seeing... The, like a real sharp blade, yeah, yeah. That started off as a hunk of metal, yeah, yeah. And then they're watching them sharpen the blade, which is like the training and all that yeah. shit. But it's like what they really needed to watch was the dude just fucking, dink, ding, <laughs> yeah. ding, just like fucking belting the hammer, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: There's like different ways to ride as well. So it's like if you if you want to go that route, like you could be a world champion and like be getting paid X amount, but you could also not be a world champion and still getting paid X amount. There's like mm. different, like it. It's like I. I, I like could be, you know, I, cause I'm just having fun and I like try to show that I'm having fun. A lot of people like to watch that and you can make money off it that way. You know, there's different ways to make it in action sports and it's not mm. just about being the best in the world. It's also about like showing people you're having fun and, Being a personality and just like interacting with people, you know, giving hyping them up to go ride. Mm. And I think that's a huge thing.
0: So where did it start for you? Like we are you just the quintessential kid that just like had a skate park in his town (laughs) and then got a scooter or a BMX bike and it was just hanging out with mates, or is it something that you like saw a video and then you said, Hey mom, I want to get a scooter, or like how did it even start for you?
1: Um i think that like so my dream of going to x games i think it was just born from i watched a movie called um the ultimate x and it was like a really old movie about x games and it had like travis Pastrana, and it just had a bunch of the events and i was i seen that and i'm like i want to do that like that's like that looks so cool to me it's like it's like freestyle you know there's no rules that's the my favorite thing about action sports mm. is it's not like rugby like yeah. No, nothing nah. <laughs> no, yeah it's not like a normal sport you know it's like Nothing against them. I love, like, I watch The Origin. I love that kind of sport, but I love the fact that action sports, there's no boundaries. You know, there's no one going, oh, no, you can't do it that way or you have to do it this way. It's like, no, whatever you think of in your head, you can just do and we'll judge it. And it's like, doesn't matter if you're riding riding the streets, doesn't matter if you're riding the park doesn't mean if you' doesn't matter if you're taking your hands off doesn't matter if you're taking your feet off it's like yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to do just yeah. do it and then it gets judged on how it does but I think that it's kind of like an art form you know yeah I mean, the skate park is your your canvas yeah no <laughs> hey
0: it sounds it sounds woo-woo but it's not like it's yeah. it's real you know and like not everyone fits the box of like there's there's boxes for everybody yeah and yeah some people just don't fit that team sport kind of drive to practice every day Mm. and two like i think one of the great things about action sports is that like there's there was this kid at our in our town and we called him black levi yeah and man this motherfucker ripped on a bmx bike (laughs) like i'm pretty sure he like is pro and lives in europe now or something but like came from nowhere wait what's his name levi they everyone calls no, him so. black levi okay and uh yeah he was just like this yeah just like an aboriginal kid from mm. cairns like had literally no money like yeah. half the time he rode in no shoes mm-hmm. but yeah i'm pretty sure now he lives yeah. in in europe and is like a
1: ripping in your in, ripping in no shoes that's a that's a talent yeah
0: yeah no he this dude was like a full g but i think that that's a another cool thing with action sports like let's say that you Your parents can't afford to take you to football Mm -hmm. or they can't afford to buy you like a motorbike or they can't afford to do whatever it is. It's like you got that one time investment of a scooter or a skateboard or a a bike and like you can literally make it to like the Travis Pastrana level, you know, fame and success off practically nothing like two wheels some pedals and and some grips
1: yeah well so my my beginning i actually had rollerblades because i go to the roller drone Oh, we're
0: done here guys no 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 we're done. sorry no
1: legit legit this is all i
0: had
1: had, man because i went to the roller drone with my mom like this is when i was really little and i think that i watched like x games and i'm like what can i what do i have what do i can go what can i go on the skate park to oh just rollerblades and then like (laughs) I literally rode rollerblades for I think for four years or something like by myself. But everyone, I'd like be friends with all the BMX, all the BMXers, all the scooter kids. And then I would go to the skate park and I would have to borrow the scooter kids' shoes and their scooter like to ride <laughs> That's scooters.
0: so Sick because you rocked up in <laughs> rollerblades, so you didn't even you don't have need shoes on shoes
1: for <laughs> So I'd have to borrow their shoes as well as their scooter to ride with them. And then eventually got a scooter, got a BMX bike, and then. I kind of just excelled more at scooter riding, got sponsored kind of thing. And then I think I like, I went on a tour over to America when I was like 12 years old. And what? then, um, yeah. And then I always had a BMX as well. And I always ride it because like it was up to what who, who my mates were at the skate park, who's there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. And then got on Nitro Circus and then toured with Nitro Circus for maybe like a year or two before I kind of like, borrowed someone's BMX while the show was on and because they were like oh you can't do these tricks. You, you, you can only do these tricks because they're on a scooter and I'm like well I think that's not true <laughs> and let me try prove it yeah. and then legit like I think I did my first like world first on BMX um, and it was like such a scooter tree it was like a front flip with a front bike flip like at the same time it was like one well, uh, like of the hardest tricks yeah. i've actually done yeah and i don't know how i did it when i was like 18 years old but i just did it on tour once and everyone was like what is going on and then yeah eventually took it to x games and won myself gold medals doing scooter tricks on bmx
0: <laughs> Dude, it's such like a gnarly story like <laughs> it just even when i like watch you ride i'm like this dude's in a fucking video game like your house looks like a video game level <laughs> like the you've got yeah. the every everything that you do the tricks that you dream up it's all just like video game shit that you got going on it's just like None of this should happen. It would be a
1: sick video game, I reckon. Actually,
0: dude, the willy the R app. (laughs) Yeah, I feel feel (laughs) like that that could probably happen. That'd be sick. But yeah, so we should slow down a bit on the on the journey then, because there's probably a ton of stuff in there to talk about. Yeah. So, you went on your first sponsored trip when you were Mm twelve. So, what sort of shit were you doing on a scooter? when you were 12 that would get you sponsored by scooter companies like because this to me is an underground deal like i don't know much about the scooter Mm -hmm. world because there's a scene there's a scene there for sure
1: so scootering was actually like popping off back in 2012 it was like uh, basically like just starting out and the thing is i like caught the first wave and that was well maybe the second wave but it was bigger than the first one so
0: I um I legit had a scooter in school too, so yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not like a full yeah, anti scooter yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, but I remember like Ray was it Razor was like the yeah, first yeah. one to come and out was back like in a the Mad,
1: day. It's called Mag, yeah. That was the one I rode, and then I eventually got sponsored by the same company. But that was like all foldable ones, and you'd go through like one, yeah, one a month, yeah. You know? And it was from Kmart for like forty bucks, yeah. And I'd try to like reinforce myself, but basically, um, I don't know. I was doing like well for like tricks that no one had ever done before but at like the skate park like i did like i think my first ever world first was like a fakie like an air to fakie and then a fakie like front flip and then land back on the ramp and that was like the first one i did and then um
0: so I got, how did you even know it was a world first back then because with well, social media and stuff around back yeah, then. yeah yeah
1: but it was like it's such a small knit community that yeah. like people would like post it and that was like that was like it wasn't just like adding another bar spin that trick it was like kind of like in a whole realm like well, that's weird. Like, no one does that.
0: Yeah. Like, no one
1: does that. So it's kind of like... I knew it was, and that's why I went and did it. Yeah. Maybe someone, like, tried it, but that's what was my claim to fame, I guess, for my first world first. Yeah, but if
0: everyone's posting it like it was a world first, it was probably a world first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, does, it, it
1: actually does get a bit weird these days because it's like everyone's writing. Mm, How do you know if it is? Yeah. And that's why sometimes, like... I oh feel my- like
0: back then it would have been a bit easier to tell.
1: 100% because it wasn't, like a hundred thousand tricks but um yeah basically i got on uh a team called mad gear and it was like they were making like the first pro australian team and it was like i was the first guy on and then there was maybe six other guys and then they were like yeah we're gonna send you to america to do this big competition
0: unreal yeah what so that you were 12 years old when you did I, yeah, that I, I, would, I would
1: i'd put money on being 12 so
0: yeah. how dopey of parents
1: yeah, rad. My <laughs> mom was actually like one of the best racers in Queensland for, for racing BMX. Really? Yeah, and then I did it for a while, and then I actually, um, I fell over a few times, and one of them, I like this, like scarred me forever. I like was in a race, and I fell like off the side of the the, the dirt jump, and turned my bars, and they like went into my ballsack. Yeah. And then the doctor like had to like grope me basically, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. getting bars of the ballsack anymore, <laughs> and I'm out of racing. <laughs>
0: You, did you like the competitive side of racing, or do you? Would you rather be more competitive, like with yourself and a trick, versus you on the line oh, with other people?
1: Way more. I'd way rather versus a trick. Mm. I'm not down with the like verse another. I am. I'm, I'm competitive, but it's like me and a trick. It's like I don't know. It's like you can hate I can a, trick. Get angry yeah, at yeah, a trick. Yeah, you dude, can hate you know? a trick. I can be like you, stupid trick.
0: You yeah, know, I'm not gonna yeah. be like
1: you, stupid person. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah. I'd be an idiot. Like I'd be a bad dude. But um. Yeah, I think that definitely just fighting a trick is, like, way like, like way more entertaining for me.
0: Yeah. So, what was it... So, you get on this... Your parents are like, yeah, cool. We'll send our 12-year-old to America with a bunch of scooter dudes. Yeah. So, like, do you, do you remember that trip, like, well? And what that trip did to you? Because, like, not many 12-year-olds yeah. are essentially getting, like, paid to travel the world. So, like, that had to leave a kind of impression be, on you. Yeah, I
1: had to be super young. But I don't, like... But Let's I was, just I was definitely under – I was 100% under 16 years old. Yeah. Like, young. Yeah. So, it was, like, crazy. And I'd never, I'd never gone overseas, like – and I, I think still I've only gone overseas, like, twice with pay, me paying for it, you know, like, yeah. me actually choosing to go overseas. The rest yes. has just been all tour, all business, all just sport, like, Work. just having fun, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was insane because it was, like, America too, and there was a lot of, like, riders that I knew from online. We had, like, our own community, like – groups and stuff that you'd talk on and then um yeah to go see those guys and like for them to see australian riders we actually rode a lot different so it was like kind of cool
0: and do you remember like did that trip open up your eyes to like what was possible that did you feel like this was going to be like your career like did it change you in that way
1: i think it was just so i was so young that it wasn't. i was never thinking i was always like this is so fun i get to ride so many different skate parks I don't think it ever like clicked that it could be a, like a real career until I started doing like Nitro Circus, like maybe two or three years into Nitro Circus when I was actually making like enough money to maybe even buy, a, a potentially a buy my own house and like keep doing this. If I could keep yeah. doing this, you know, that's enough money to like go get a house. So that maybe is like a thing like that. But I think that till then I was like, I'm just having the best time of my life. I'm earning a, like the tiniest bit of money, which is fine. It's like, pocket like it's like yeah my mom doesn't have to give me pocket money and because my mom was like so stoked on it too because she was like single mom
0: yeah and like
1: we didn't even have internet it was so crazy so i had to like go to my mate's places to (laughs) upload and like edit on um movie maker you know like my my (laughs) mini vid one sponsor me kind of deal you know and then eventually mom ended up getting internet because she like worked hard enough to get it and then it was like so crazy it's just crazy that now like going from there where my mom couldn't afford internet and we were like just in the house, just me and my single mom. And then now like my mom lives at my house that I own. And then my dad lives at my other house that I own. And it's like so nuts that I would come from yeah. just not even have an internet to now like being where I'm at. It's just, makes me stoked that i know i don't really think about, i haven't really sat back and thought about how well, that's what that is
0: that's what like is cool about doing these podcasts yeah is yeah. that like you you are gonna have to go down memory lane essentially yeah. and like one of the things that i've learned through doing this yeah is that the best athletes and the people that are like doing the most shit yeah they don't really look back yeah. while they're going and it's like because It's not like that much point, you know, like you're still doing it and you're still on. And I'm sure there's so much that you want to achieve and so much that you will achieve. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of people, they, until they do something like this, I don't even think they realize like sometimes how insane what they've actually accomplished is, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, that's such a testament to what I was saying before that like you action sports can give you this, like literally come from nothing life and to to have everything you know what i mean and like there's so many great examples of guys that yeah they've literally come from nothing like james stewart dude yeah you know like that's an amazing example of a guy that like they were just like lived in the ghetto and now he lives next door to tiger woods
1: yeah and i'm just like that's why i hope that i can inspire people to just know that it doesn't matter who you are where Mm. you come from it's like it just matters like what you put into it and like if you can be persistent and if you can grind through failure it's mm. like you can actually do it you can like literally you can do it no matter what, how bad you think your life's going like you can still you can still do it
0: mm. and then the, a lot of it too is like when you're at the skate park and you're with the boys yeah. and you're trying tricks boys and girls and mm-hmm. you're trying tricks and everyone's cheering each other on it's like almost whatever problems that you have in life i mean i'm sure oh, yeah. every day you've got problems that you're yeah. dealing with mm-hmm. and it's like that place like the skate park it almost becomes like your church your haven your like you know the place that you can get away from those problems so it's works twofold it's like you're working at a chance to better yourself and better your future. And the hard the more you put in, the more potential you've got to get out. But then as well, while you're doing that and working towards your future, you're kind of like escaping from whatever it is that's got you down or that you're trying to get away from in the first place.
1: Yeah, I think that 100% that was like one thing that I loved about the skate park because obviously growing up, like I wasn't the most beautiful kid and like people would like really tease me hardcore at school. Yeah, really. And then... um. Yeah, like whatever. Like it's, it was actually a good thing in the end, you know, because it's like I just went from being at school and like people give me a hard time and then like you get stronger from that and then I went to the skate park and here I am on a scooter and like, of course, mm. same thing, you know, but it just like it almost just built up this like wall that I that you could throw anything at it, at anything at me and I would just be like, what? Like it would just rebound straight off. Like I just would only believe in myself mm. and kind of I kind of grew that thick skin. And that like helped me so much. But the skate park was like a place where if I had a bad day at school, like I could go to the skate park and no matter how like bad your day is going or if you've got things on your mind, you only, when you're at the skate park, you're like, I'm going to try this trick. And f- for that time, you're only thinking about the trick. Mm. And you might not even realize it, but like you almost like take a, your, the baggage off mm. to do the trick. Cause all you're thinking about is doing this trick. You're thinking, Oh, like, how am I going to do this? Where should I bail if I'm going to crash? Like, you're only thinking about that, and I think that that's a huge thing in action sports, and that's a one thing that I I really love, and like that's why I want people to really go like, if they if they like it's a it's a good sport to try like any action sport is is a good sport to try, and it could really help you through life mm. even, and it's kind of like anything. It's like I'm sure that, like jujitsu is like kind of the same thing. It's like I've always thought about doing it because it's like I know they talk about how like if you have. If you just gotta get used to getting beat, I think mm. too that like helps a lot.
0: I think the 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 thing with the skate park that's super rad as well, and it's like that Black Levi guy I was talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, you could never tease that dude. Yeah, it, it, he was too good. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's the same like yeah, jujitsu. Like you can be a fucking janitor. Yeah. And walk into jujitsu, and you could have been cleaning toilets all day. Yeah. But if you're a black belt that just mercs dudes, <laughs> you're getting respect like you're Elon Musk. Yeah, and it's the same thing at the skate park or the dirt jumps yeah. or the track. It's like if you if you can, you can grind mm-hmm. and get to the point where like no one can talk shit on you. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're like big or small or whatever it yeah. is. Like you can kind of create like you can almost become undeniable and it's like it's cool that you mentioned that and man the skate park's like a rough place too like you learn a lot of lessons as a kid at at the skate park dude. yeah
1: you do especially if you're like a scooter kid you learn a fair (laughs) bit but um i love the skate park and and one thing i know i do notice that like people are always like so worried about people hurting themselves at skate park and i know Mm. that it does happen a lot but for me like I've gone through and I would probably have the least amount of uh injuries on Nitro And that I know that like f- for me that's awesome, but if I told like a normal person like, "Oh, this is how many injuries I've had," like mm. like a lot to compare to a normal person, but you can go through like I've done probably like maybe nearly 20 years of um being like doing action sports. Yeah, maybe 18 years and I've probably broken like maybe 10 bones, like like separated separated both my shoulders and broke my ankle and then like my arm maybe twice and then fractured my skull twice and but that like you're like people normal people are like whoa but then it's like no harry bink like has broken everything you know (laughs) and it's like there is a way where you can be a professional action sports athlete and like not ever need a surgery like Mm. i've never had a surgery in my life
0: yeah that blows me like that's that's where you're a unicorn because like you don't get hurt that much for all the crazy shit that you do. Like you really aren't out with injury that much, eh?
1: No. Cause it's like it's all about like calculating things in your brain. I feel like after doing it for so long, I can kind of like play a trick out in my mind mm. before I even go out and do it. You know, you know how you can you can like write your name with your eyes closed. Yeah. You know? I can like ride my scooter with my eyes closed. Like I can I can be like, yeah, this is like what's gonna be happening. And then I'll give myself like out points if I think that it's going wrong or if I'm seeing something that I didn't think I'd see, mm. I'm like, okay, this is going wrong. If I'm feeling something that I'm not thinking that I should feel, I know it's going wrong. And that's where like, that's where you, the professional crasher comes involved. In and yeah. If you're a professional action sports athlete, you're like a professional crasher yeah. because you have to be. Yeah. You ha- like if, you, if you're not, you can't get back up and try again. And that's kind of like the biggest thing if you're like into persistence is that you need to be able to crash Get back up and try again without like mm. falling terribly.
0: Do you take tricks like in in stages? You've, you're planning something out, and yeah. you're you're like, all right, I'm just gonna do like let's say let's say you're trying to do your tail whip or whatever. Yep, it's yep. like all right, I'm just gonna like spin at one eighty and just land on my feet, and then it's like then I'll kind of get it around and maybe yep. you know what I mean, like or I'll bail off a little bit this way. Are you like even still trying to? do these things in stages? Because like you said, you know, you post a finished trick and it just looks yeah. insane. But are you actually piecing this thing out piece by piece?
1: Yeah. Um. So now even like when I first started, you would piece it out like that, like a tail whip when I first ever did it, you know, you would start just jumping out and then you would like jump and flick it or you would like stand there and like practice the trick mm. to get it. But I even do it like now. So if I do like a 360 double backflip flip tail whip, you know, I'm not going to just wake up and go, Three sixty double backflip. Tail whip. I will go out there and I'll go. Let's hope this works. I know. No, literally, I will go and I'll go. Like, I'll tell you my process. I'll do a one backflip. This is over my jump. I'll do backflip. This is what I actually did. And double backflip. Three sixty double backflip. And then maybe I'll even do another one if I wasn't like really feeling it. And then that's when I'll go. Okay, three sixty double backflip tail whip. And like I, I, I wouldn't get it maybe, or I would
0: get it, but. And, and like, even then, you, you know, know, like where you're gonna like, bail out. I
1: stack it up, you know. Like, I, I know when I do the 360 double flip, I'm like, that's where I'm gonna do the towel whip, and then you go and do it if, it, like, if you're feeling it. Mm. And that's kind of how it, like, works up. You, 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 always. That's why you're always calculating risks. So I think that's probably why, like, I get so lucky with injuries is because everything I'm doing, I'm not just going out guns a blazing. You know, you got to think about what you're doing, just like with anything, really.
0: Yeah, but see, I know dudes that will just send it. So you're not, like, even though you look like the just send it dude, you're not the just send it dude in a way.
1: In a way, You've yeah, got to be
0: the just send it dude to do a double backflip 360 tail whip. So, like, let's get that out. <laughs> but uh, in the class of people that can actually do that, yeah, you're not just the, oh, I'm just going to send it. And no, yeah, the best I,
1: dude. I def- 100% calculate it because otherwise you're going to get hurt more than you can, and you can't ride as much. So it's like I do calculate a lot, and like there's things that I'll choose not to do because I, I'm worried that I actually will just land on my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good strategy too. Yeah. The the one thing that I love that you do as well is like, so for everybody listening, our Willie rocked up at 8 o'clock tonight because he was at the skate park with kids, yeah. and he didn't want to let kids down. Yeah. And he's probably not going to brag about that, but I'm going to brag about that for him. And it's, like, cool that you're at the level that you're at with everything that's going on. And I know there's so many people that are, like, pulling on the strings of, like, trying to get stuff out of our willie And it's, like, you're still just, like, nah. Friday we ride with the kids.
1: Yeah. No, because I know, like, that ride day, that could, like, inspire just that one kid. Like, even if it's just one kid out of the 50, you Mm. know, to go, maybe that'll inspire them to, like, push themselves be better have a better life like i wouldn't i don't know where i would be if i listened to like the people that were like don't ride a scooter you won't get anywhere riding a scooter like every every single time someone said that to me i could have diverted my path mm. you know and i wouldn't be here so maybe if i can like strengthen someone's bond with scootering or passion with bmx you know maybe that'll just they'll grind through that if, if something bad happens or some someone comes in and like tries to put them down they'll just go past it and they'll keep riding so i'm thinking like i do it for that and i also do it for myself like selfishly i like i like to interact with people i like to see Mm. them stoked you know because i used to be that kid yeah and if i had if i had travis Restrana down the skate go down the skate park you know i'd be at the skate park every single day that he was at the skate park yeah so it's like whatever i can do now to like inspire some kids especially when i'm at home like i'm stuck at home having done nitro circus haven't done anything like that stoked people out. And that was like the biggest thing that I loved about Nitro Circus was like, I do a show and I get to show like these people that maybe don't even have never even seen like scootering or BMX in that way. And then I can go out there and like show them how much fun we're having mm. and how much fun you can have and maybe inspire them to go out there and give it a go. And then maybe that puts them on a better path in life. Mm. You know, if I, and th- that feeling of knowing that I might be doing that for someone, it was like, that was an incredible feeling and to like lose that i only started to notice how much like it was affecting me Mm. and then after a while i was like why i was like what why am i why am i even doing these tricks like why am i waking up and trying to do new tricks anymore Mm. and i woke up with like feeling unmotivated why am i even doing this and then i'm like you know what it is i think it's because i'm not like it's i feel like it's hard to it's hard to see that you're inspiring people when you're just like posting on social media Even though i love to do it like i love to post it up and like it, i'm sure it does inspire a lot of people it doesn't like it, it
0: doesn't feel real no, though right it doesn't
1: like you, yeah. you're behind a screen and you're just like oh that, they said that they really like that and it's like that is awesome and i love it and like i'm sure it does inspire people but it's different when you, you you're standing on the other side of a fence at nitro circus and you see they're yeah. like so stoked and you know that like they're stoked for that one hour or two hours during the show and it could really you know help them out yeah even if it's just a little bit
0: dude what's crazy um you know Corey Parker played for the Broncos yeah. i don't know if you're in a footy mm. but um I've seen his face maybe yeah he he's like played for Queensland yeah, like yeah. he's one of the, like the the dudes the dudes yeah and he told me this story that he when well, he was like 13 years old mm-hmm. and he said to his mum and dad like the Broncos just won the premiership they uh, they they beat an away team yeah. and then the bus pulled up at the Brisbane airport. Yeah. They lived in Toowoomba and he begged his mum and dad to take him from Toowoomba to the airport yeah. so that he could like be there when like the team got yeah. on the bus. Anyway, he stood, he pushed in line, young kid, got uh, Alfie Langer and Kevin Walters like, you know, took a photo yeah, with yeah. him and all that. He played for the Broncos.
1: Yeah. See and that happens it literally does. He,
0: he told him and he yeah. he he went up to him and he's like hey like you guys made such a big impact on me but i just it's rare i think to find somebody that embraces it in the way that you've embraced it and you're still so young to like want to have that impact on people
1: yeah i, I think that i that like dr- drives me you know like it almost like it almost gives me energy i mm. think to like keep going keep pushing like i'm obviously trying to push every day but then Sometimes I'm like asking myself, like, why am I even pushing? And then that reminds me, like, yeah. of like why I still, like, obviously I'm doing it for myself as well. Like, it it feels great to like learn something new, progress, do a new trick. But I think that it feels greater to know that like maybe I'm helping someone else or inspiring someone else. Yeah. So I think that that and that's why I'm doing like these Friday ride days is because I know that they're the little kids coming up, and you know they, may, maybe like this this thing going on you know maybe it stopped them from going and now they're just like not going because they don't know why like their their friends aren't going anymore they're playing video games because that's all they could do for like a little bit and then they get stuck in the rut you know yeah and then maybe this like doing these ride days and then i post them on my youtube and i'm like come on get your mates let's go let's go ride fry on friday like or any day just organize a day and once like that engine started again they kick into gear and they keep Mm. they kick into gear like I got in a rut where I like didn't even feel like riding and then you just like start that engine again and then you revved up to go.
0: Yeah, dude. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's funny that you said that it's like selfish at times too because one of the things that I noticed with this podcast when it started getting bigger yeah, is like at the start, it was just like, it's just, a I, and I tell people it's a cool job. Like yeah. I have to do a job. Like yeah, I yeah. don't have enough money to not have a job. So yeah. like, I want to have a cool job. <laughs> this is a cool job. Yeah. But then eventually when it gets like bigger and you're just getting these messages constantly from mm. people like I took this from this and Harry yeah. Binks, like the man and I like, he's changed the way I looked at this and the travel. Uh, yeah. And you see the impact that it, has on people and then it does become this like it's weird though because i see that and it feels good i'm like oh man this feels like great to like help that person yeah and then it sort of like plays on your mind a bit you're like wait is it like selfish that i (laughs) want to help people and it's like a it's like a weird thing right
1: yeah yeah it does it does feel strange but like obviously it's not like we're it both, can't be bad both, yeah. it's like two positives so, yeah. so it's like but it's yeah I, I get the feeling it's like weird but i'm loving it and like i think the kids are loving it i'm trying to like keep up to give giveaways and stuff to keep them stoked and i think that like at the end of the day it will inspire some people to go out and ride and i'm just gonna like keep doing it because it's fun and it gets me riding every friday you know instead of like maybe i'll wake up and not want to ride but i'm like Nah, got a ride. It's Friday ride day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, some people, when they get famous, they just... It's like this weird isolation thing where they're mm. just like... They don't... that. You get famous, which means you get recognised. Mm-hmm. And then people want that at the start. And then they get recognised a bunch. And then they start to feel like that they should be distant and that people yeah. shouldn't have access to them. And it's like a... it It gets... It can get real weird for people. Mm-hmm. And especially like you're super young to be like... A famous dude, but you still want to put yourself out there, yeah, like constantly in that realm. Like, did you ever have that when you did start, like, really blowing up, or is it like you blew up so young that like you almost don't know any other way now? I
1: think that I was just like when I was young, like I was just stoked, like so stoked, and like even if I was famous, like I don't know what famous even really, like Mm -hmm. you're not like justin bieber famous you're not like that famous so it's like you're the scooter people, justin bieber people <laughs> people so i actually did a live with him on, once on instagram he did, accepted it did you really yeah, Legit. no shit how was that <laughs> it was it was interesting i like didn't think he would accept he was just live and i'm like he was like talking to people i'm like i'll just do it and then he <laughs> answered it. i'm like eating my breakfast i'm like whoa what the like, this is my mom and my mom was like eating breakfast my mom didn't believe me she was like hey like, to my, to, like justin bieber and my mom didn't believe she thought i was just like pranking her oh that's that awesome. was just weird but yeah i don't like no it, i have got to like moments where like you get you kind of feel i don't know like um you don't want to like if you ever if you're if i'm ever like sad sometimes mm. sometimes i like don't want to tell anyone because like I don't want to put. I don't want to put anyone else like in. I, I should like. I
0: shouldn't be sad. You're the vibe guy. You
1: know, but I. Yeah, but you're like. Sometimes you're like. I shouldn't be sad because I'm. You know, I've got. Look what I've got. Look what uh, I've done. You know, yeah, like how yeah. cool. It is what I have, and you know that if you did express it, sometimes people would be like. Why are you even sad, dude? You got this and this, yeah, which is a weird thing when you like ah. Oh, famous
0: yeah yeah that is there yeah that that would be a bit of a weird deal because like you're sort of especially with social media like you're just showing like you have a brand essentially like yeah and it, i think this is one of the thing where like it kind of ruins famous people is that like you sort of you're, you're this character yeah, yeah and it's like you're ryan williams but then you are willy mm-hmm. and then i think that some people they get so into playing the character of themselves and like let's say conor mcgregor for example like i feel like there's conor and then there's conor mcgregor and then you get so invested in playing the character of conor mcgregor that it takes over your life completely and then Mm. you sort of like there's like a disconnect between like who you are and who your brand is and this character that you're playing and i feel like yeah when your brand is just being like this the best vibe dude ever like it would be weird to to not be yeah to like not be the vibe you know
1: yeah but that's like a rare it's like a rare occasion but um i think that that's why i've always kind of like i always just am like on youtube like everything i do i'm always just myself yeah i always am because i knew that and the only like you're not you're gonna get so far. You're like you're gonna get so far on whatever you want to do. YouTube, like being a personality. I'm just saying, like you're gonna get so far being this thing that you're trying to be, and then eventually you're not gonna be able to be exactly. You're gonna get it over anymore, it. You know. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to be exactly that anymore, and then it comes all apart. Whereas if you're just yourself, even though you might not go as fast, you might not like catch that wave as fast, but you're slowly gonna build up. And even though it might take a little bit longer, you're just yourself. You're not pretending mm. to be anyone. And that was one thing I always remembered from doing like YouTube. I didn't ever want to be like a, this character. Mm. I kind of just wanted to point the camera at who I was. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get to a point where you can, you like you're doing well and you're just yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, get that wrong. Like they look at, What's trending right now, yeah. and the things come in and out of trend so quickly. But yeah. like Travis Pastrana's never come in and out of trend. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like the so yeah, the guys that do take the like, and even Brian deegan like he couldn't be that character his whole career. Yeah. Like no. he's the like this family dude now, yeah. and he's like the he's literally the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. But he like spent this time like playing this character and he yeah. like he killed it at it yeah but yeah it gets to a point where he's just like oh, fuck, i'm just regular man yeah. like i just got kids and they like piss me off
1: i think it, it, it might work though sometimes it might work and like you might get like where you want to be and then you're you're done you're like whatever i'll just be mm. not. i'll be back to like being this nice guy now but i think that for the majority just like be yourself 100 mm. just whatever like don't pretend to be anyone and it's gonna be way easier even though it's gonna take longer to like do whatever you, you're striving to be or do.
0: Yeah. What, when did you start the the YouTube stuff? Could Were you on that pretty early, like in terms of just like the platform in general? Like it's yeah. pretty hard to make it on YouTube nowadays. Yeah. yeah.
1: In, in like I came in a little bit late, like to actually like putting effort into it. All I would do is like, I would just put up my web edit, like my, my edits, you know, like, yeah. and that's what you would make when you're in action sports, you know, you'd make your edits. how many of them were
0: you doing it like no
1: like yeah so the edits is like once every six months yeah so So you're just like like, saving up banger after yeah it's not like actually being like a youtuber and like trying to get two or three out of two or three videos out a week yeah i started doing that probably maybe three years ago i started doing that but i was on youtube since like 2007 because i just like i always love like watching youtube and like trying to upload Mm. i didn't but 2007 like that's when i the only reason i know that number is because that's when my account was made but i didn't upload a video for like
0: oh like eight years and then i started uploading
1: but um yeah i think about three years ago i started kind of like actually doing youtube and the reason why is because i would do like nitro circus shows and the people and kids would come up and they're like oh have you seen tanner fox or the funk bros and i'm like yeah, they're like my friends from scootering. That's crazy, and they're like, "Yeah, he did this and that and this." And I'm like, "Well, this like really has a huge impact." Dude, on Dude, that Tanner
0: Fox kid yeah. is insane, yeah. man. He yeah. has like a big business.
1: Yeah, legit. But the thing is that he came like was he I, a scooter kid? He was a he is a he's still a scooter kid. And I met him like not the first time I went to America when I was like really young, but like maybe when I was like 17. And this, really, and this kid was like. 14 13 and he was like ryan williams and i'm like what i'm like sick like m- mad friends with him because he like, yeah. actually is a good scooter rider did like dole boxes his flat came to like calandra skate park and road and like he just no he way just, he just like nailed it like he got that that wave where he just did it for like consistently like yeah. so consistently like and props to him because look where he is now but he like worked so hard and just filmed anything everything put it up didn't like didn't ever slow down and then he like just smashed it you know and i've seen him i've seen him do that obviously and at first i was like oh that's sweet what you're doing and like i seen him when i when like i started noticing i'm like whoa he's like got two hundred thousand followers on instagram and then a year later he's like got double me and i'm like what is going on that's so sick you know good on him and then i just seen that he was just doing the youtube thing and like doing a bunch of like hard work and it paid off and then the same thing with the Funk Bros, which is another brothers that ride scooters. They went to the YouTube route and like still incorporate scootering, which is rad. And then um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And then three years ago, I just was like, I'm gonna start doing it, even though like to be honest, it is it it is weird. It was weird. Still, it is weird. Still, sorry that to film myself. You know, like mm. I I like to be in the moment, especially if I'm meeting like people I idolize, like certain BMX riders, like. If I go to the skate park and they're there, yeah, I do still feel like, oh, it's weird to like show this, but that's what like kids want to see. Even if I am like feeling weird, I should like show that still because that's how that kid feels when he sees me. You know? And if, mm. if they see, if they can bond with you on that level, then that's a, that's a, like a, a lifetime fan that you gain. But that's just what I noticed. And I started doing the YouTube, and then yeah, two years later, like now I go to the shows and people are like, oh remember this video where you did this? And I'm like, honestly, I can't remember that. That's (laughs) impressive that you remember that. And that's super sick to know that they get to like, like real, that really makes an impact. And I think that's the main reason why I'm doing YouTube now, because I know that that is another way to inspire kids and people to just do better.
0: Yeah. The thing too, man, it's definitely something I've learned through doing this podcast. Like I'm so blessed with the people that I know, Mm. like I've, been lucky enough to work with some of the best people and i've got amazing friends but the reality is not everybody in the world is that lucky yeah and there are people that like in the circles around them they don't have good people like there's no one to give them good energy there's no one to pump them up there's no one to give them the message of like dude if you work hard at this you could be awesome it's like so many people are just met with this like dude scooters are so shit and (laughs) yeah you know know, so it's like it the internet has become a place where you can choose the people that you want to like lift you up yeah yeah and then be kids like that kid that remembers that certain part of that video like Mm -hmm. for whatever reason that hit that kid yeah real like real good yeah and you just it's sort of I think it's taken for granted when you're the person that's producing this kind of stuff. Yeah. You take it. Some people take it for granted, like the impact that it, that it does have. And yeah, yeah that's, that's one of the, just the things I think is so impressive with what you do in general is that it's just like, you've really identified the importance of that in other people, yeah. like not even just for yourself.
1: Yeah. I think I just heard it, you know, and then to realize that, that really like, I think it's because, you know, if you see if you if you see something every morning, or you see someone every day, you know, you see someone every day. That person becomes like you're like best friends with that person. Mm. If they, if Tanner Fox is making a video every single day, and the kids watching it every single day, Tanner Fox is basically that kid's best friend. Like, mm. He's seeing the best bits of Tanner Fox's day every day for like ten minutes, however long the video is. And then he's now Tanner Fox. Tanner Fox it literally feels like his best friend or his friend. And
0: yeah, that, and, and you notice that when like kids meet you yeah. too, right? They oh, know yeah. everything about oh, you. And the
1: kid, the thing is, it's awesome and it's kind of scary at the same time. These yeah. kids, like, I, there's no barrier. They're like, oh, this, this, this. They're like full on. It's like a, they've already they already know me, you know, yeah. which is sick. But when it's like 50, kids, you're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But it's so rad to see because you know that that bond's already there because of youtube yeah which is rad when did
0: the when did you start did it like become a business because essentially like you've done a business degree but (laughs) but through scootering (laughs) which is crazy like you'd under you understand like you understand analytics yeah you understand how to run a, a business in terms of like invoicing and shit yeah. like that you understand how to market yourself you understand making content like you've literally done a business degree from a very young age <laughs> but like where did that where did that sort of start when did you start thinking about the like yeah the business side and building your brand and merch and brand deals and like yeah did you ever have people helping you out with that or you sort of like literally just learned it as you no you went?
1: yeah i've never had a manager so I was like kind of like just it was it's interesting like obviously doing nitro circus and then like organizing my deals and like when i first started off with you know they were like here's 250 dollars and i'm like yeah i'll do that like
0: you know, I'm like, i'll do a triple backflip like, 250 bucks i'm box. like
1: 17 years old and i'm like woo, that's so sick. I get to like do my what I love for uh, 250 bucks. (laughs) Sick. And then eventually it's like, well, you know, you got to start to argue like, oh, this is what I'm bringing. And then you have to like talk. So I guess I I was kind of like forced to do that. And I always knew, you know, I hate, like, because I obviously come from like my mom being a single mom, I didn't have that much money. So even now it's like, even though I could, I have the money to like go buy oh, buy a crazy car, you know, it's like I'm really happy with like yeah. just my my standard car, you know, yeah. and I'm happy to go from A to B. But um, I think that I just kind of like got forced into learning what to do and then doing YouTube, you know, I wanted to make, I was really passionate about it. So I learned everything about it and then I seen the analytics and like I looked into it, seen what's going on on YouTube. Because, you know, you make, at first you're like doing the video, you make a video and you're like, this is the sickest video ever. No one watches and it. No one watches it. <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? And then you're like, maybe if you look into the analytics enough, you can see like, oh, this is where like people yeah. are like, I'm over it. I'm not watching it anymore. Yeah. So then you realize that maybe you need to get into it quicker, make the video shorter. As long as people are watching it longer and the video shorter, your video is going to do better. So obviously you have to, you do your own research. And then, I don't know, kind of on the contractual side, like managing my deals, I just kind of, I don't know. Learned over time. I'm sure. Like, I I definitely don't know as maybe as much as like a, a someone that's more in the game would. Yeah. But I have a decent idea, and I'm happy with what I'm earning, and I know kind of like what uh, what is worth it for me. Yeah. And as and you you know, at the end of the day, you're you're the one putting the figure on what you think it's worth, and if someone's going to pay what you think it's worth, then you you're happy days. Yeah, yeah. all good.
0: Was there? was there or like what's your reservation for having a manager like did you hear like was there stories where you, you heard about guys getting shafted no, with managers or no, it was just, just something um, you never wanted to do or i don't
1: know i think it's in australia like i don't know many athletes in australia that mm. actually have managers i yeah, think that in true. america it's like a big thing like everyone that was big dogs had a manager and i think that's because a lot of um in i mean america it's like very commercial so it's like there is a lot of people that are getting sponsored or doing things like back in the day more so too i mm. think now what is happening like my mate andy buckworth always said this he's a pro bmxer that like back in the day Dave mirror matt hoffman the pie was so big mm. and there was like only a few people eating from it you know yeah and now the pie is smaller and there's a hundred people eating from it so yeah. it's like it's so hard now to even get any piece of the pie that it's like i don't know it's and like, so yeah.
0: much so much stuff just goes like down in the dms these days too yeah yeah like you can do an insane amount of business through instagram dms though well
1: even like just being in contact with other people like that's one thing that is huge i think for like growing yourself in certain areas it's like who it's not what you know it's sometimes who you know you Mm. know and then if you can collaborate with like people that are like-minded people and you're kind of like stuff joins and you like do well like i think i got in like one of tanner fox's videos and then or roman atwood's another one actually i got in his video and i went up like Sixty thousand subscribers in like a day—that
0: like, is hectic.
1: Yeah, and then then you make like a really good video with a minute, and I get like two million views. And then you just gotta like—it's about capitalizing on certain situations So, You know, if it, if a good opportunity comes your way, really like focus on capitalizing it. And mm. I think that that's like a major thing that you you should focus on if with anything really.
0: Yeah, man, you've got it's it's so funny because like you probably wouldn't consider yourself to be like a very. <laughs> business savvy wise kind of dude in this respect <laughs> but like man you would know uh, you would know so much more shit than you even think you know about this stuff you know
1: yeah i don't know if that's like a, i guess
0: no it's you know, a good it's it, a it's a good, a good thing. thing
1: but maybe i'm maybe my life is a little bit sometimes i do realize that my life's a little bit too intertwined in like social media i've been noticing it lately mm, that i like maybe, in what way i think that i'm like looking at my phone way too much
0: yes i don't even know how much you are but yeah yeah
1: but the thing is the the reason you you know is like when i like i'll wake up in the morning and it's like i'll be on my phone for like an hour before i get out of bed but if like some days i'll just have something to do and i'll get out of my bed and i won't even check my phone till like at least like lunchtime or later you know Mm. it's only when when you don't even you don't even check it at all at the start of the day or you don't even like look at it that's when you like have a good day and you get so much done and then it's when you like wake up. At first and you, the first thing you
0: do—that's when you scroll hole, bro. The yeah, scroll hole. I think
1: the last probably two months of my life, I'm like, oh, I got to stop doing this. But then I'm like, oh.
0: yeah, but it's hard. Have you got like a time limit on your phone? Nah, I should set it. Yeah, right. you should do that. Uh, mine's an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's like that. That seems like a lot. If you're yeah. like, well, an hour and a half on Instagram, <laughs> like, and I only yeah. use Instagram. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. do any other socials. You don't like do you not watch any youtube videos or anything yeah i watch youtube but yeah, yeah. man it's just like time i feel like the yeah youtube's now like a luxury for me yeah. like i have to i well me and ronan were watching youtube in here before yeah, like you yeah. guys got here because we're just chilling yeah, yeah but like nowadays i really try and double down on like i'm watching youtube at this is like leisure time because i don't yeah, even yeah. have a tv in my yeah, house yeah. so i like i clip the tv from the program i yeah. was like i ain't doing this anymore because yeah. I, and i wouldn't even i didn't even have um like channels on it i just had youtube <laughs> and yeah, i just yeah, yeah, okay. and i was just like watch youtube and you just get like the thing that i don't think uh well that social dilemma people are talking about like yeah. that really went into i don't know if you've seen no, it. No, i haven't seen it no i haven't either but a bunch of people talk about it but yeah. like the smartest people in the world yeah Are spending billions of dollars in keeping you on that phone.
1: Yeah, and it's working. And, it, and it's working
0: it. yeah <laughs> of like, course it is yeah They're, like you're an idiot if you think that you would you could yeah, fight that smart, yeah you know what i mean yeah. like so every t- and bro i'm the worst like i see a youtube thumbnail yeah. like and i know how you'd know how yeah. important youtube thumbnails are yeah and it's like dude oh, it was one morning this week where i opened up my laptop and i had to do some emails in the morning straight away yeah and uh and my my computer was on youtube and i was like damn it like six of these thumbnails look so good to me (laughs) like i was like compelled to to click on these videos and that even some of it i kind of like half knew what they were even gonna be so it's like these platforms are so good at keeping you and man i spend so much time thinking about how to get people to watch my videos on youtube Mm -hmm. and it's like you've got to know every time you open your phone it's almost like you gotta be like, take a breath, and be like, okay, I know they're trying to keep me on yeah. this thing. All right, be better than the phone. Yeah. Be better than the phone. And it's like, have a look and then put it down.
1: Yeah, I just gotta keep, once I, Once you get your like mind, you gotta keep, like, just organize something and then just go do that to stop you from, like, starting. <laughs> as long as you just, it stops you from starting, then you won't get trapped in the whole of, like, just scrolling through any YouTube video that's just, like, takes your fancy.
0: Autoplay, man. They've, oh, they've got so it bad. dialed. But yeah, I mean, the, the, it, it's worrying for like young people with Instagram yeah. because like when I grew up, bullying was just bullying yeah. and it was like, you'd get pushed around and maybe you could fight the kid back or you could like say some shit to their face. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that was bullying. But like nowadays there's so much online bullying and you're, you feel this pressure. Like I would hate to feel the pressure from a young kid to like have to post something cool that other people are going to like. Yeah. And other people are going to comment on it like that man, I just don't know that that's, like, a good pressure for kids to to, to have. And I think yeah. that, I mean, it's one of the great things that you do is that, like, everything that you put out there is, like, positive and, and yeah. you, you know, you are trying to motivate people. But it would be pretty gnarly growing up in, like, that phone era. Oh,
1: now it would be so hard. That's why, I like, it's hard. you got to, like, just try to teach the kids that, like, it, it's almost inevitable now. Yeah, they It sucks so much because it's, like when back in the day it was like there was no like you were fat your face was there like if you were saying something like you you were saying yeah. it you know yeah whereas now it's like you don't even have a face you don't even have like an identity so it's like who cares what i say mm. i don't care what i say i'm just gonna say whatever because no one's gonna know who i am and that person might like it's just gonna i don't even, the thing that i don't understand is like what y- y- where is this person coming from and that's what i try to tell like anyone that's going through stuff like that is like maybe try you got to think of like what's what state in your life like how would you have to feel Mm. to go to someone's that you don't even know potentially or even something you do know what would it take for you to be feeling to have to go do that and like say something like or some anything like really negative to someone like you have to be in a sad spot yourself
0: yeah dude i totally totally agree with that like even i've had this (laughs) harry or laugh i've had this dramas with like these this parking at my apartment yeah and this guy is just like it's in like the level of which this guy is carrying on (laughs) is like insane and i had this chippy working at the house the other day yeah and the chippy was so fired up he's like let's just fight this dude bro and i was like no man like you can't understand like as bad as it is that this guy is like treating me the way that he is treating me We cannot do anything but be like sad for him. Yeah. Like his life sucks. If that's the if this is how upset this guy is getting and being so completely unreasonable. Like I cannot be angry at him. I have to just be sad. Yeah. And just try and understand that his life isn't that good if this is how he's trying to treat me. And it's like I could either be terrible back to him mm-hmm. and then just keep that cycle going and it's just yeah. like it's bad 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 like just keep that energy or you just take it just suck it up feel bad for the guy hope his day gets better but it's like yeah. it's really hard to <laughs> to have that position sometimes
1: yeah i know i i do try to say like i tell people this story like obviously i was like the i was the first scooter kid in the x games lounge but like you know <laughs> i was the first i was the first guy probably to ever bring a scooter into the X Games lounge. <laughs> and the funny thing is like half the people would have like a go and they would really? like, ride it around. And the, the thing is the people at the top, like the guys with the, the same mm. passion as like what I feel for scootering. They have for like motocross, skateboard, BMX. And it's just like, they know that we all share kind of that like same passion. Cause at, all action sports are real similar, you know, it's all like kind of a freestyle art. Yeah. So it's like, we all set, um have that same passion. So with them, there's no, like, none of them are like, oh, stupid scooter kid, dude, what yeah. are you doing? Like, no one is like that. And that's because they're, they're, up, they're already up there. They're not feeling down. They're up there already. They have no reason to yeah. to come down on yeah. me. Yeah. And then that just shows that that's the reason why some people feel the need to do that is they're trying to tear you down so they feel higher. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's hard to understand that when you're just a little kid or like, or just like a scooter kid at the skate park. But I just hope that, like, you, if when you grow up, you you, you kind of see the pattern, yeah. and you just learn it,
0: dude. That's you know what else that's the same as money, yeah. Like Dana White, money, <laughs> yeah. Do you think Dana White cares to like flaunt shit and yeah. tell people how much money he's got? Bruh, he's got billions, yeah, and he don't care. Like yeah. he's over it. He's realized that money doesn't make him happy. Yeah. He realizes that other stuff makes him happy, and uh, yeah. and that's the same stuff that's available to you when you're poor. And uh, honestly, when you're super poor, you don't really talk about money. Mm. When you're super rich, you don't don't really talk about money. When you're in the middle and you, it's the same thing, you know, you're like trying to pull people down or you're trying to make yourself feel better than the people that are below you. Yeah. Like it's always the people in the middle. And I found that with, uh, like the, the motocross dudes. So like you'd go film and it was like a guy that's getting 10th or getting 15th. And he's like the one that's like trying to be cool and give you attitude. Cause it's like, yeah. he's not where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that if he, if he'll be happy when he gets there. Yeah. And then you talk to like, you go shoot with Ricky Carmichael, best dude ever. Yeah. Travis Pastrana, best dude, dude ever. ever. Yeah. The dudes that are at the top that have just like, ah, oh, Willie, they've reached the top and they're just like, this, this doesn't, this isn't the thing that like makes you happy. What yeah. makes you happy is your friends and your family. It's all the stuff that, anyone can have yeah and i think that it's the it's that same sort of deal you know like it's whenever you reach the top of the mountain you realize that the things that you're stoked on when you're there you've had them the whole time
1: yeah i think that like you could have all the money in the world and i think like you could be so sad still Mm. because i feel like like i managed to i bought my house i was so stoked and then like i bought this land and i'm like building it like like almost like pastrana land like what that is Mm. but my like style and i'm like i don't want i like i don't want any more money people like oh what are you gonna do what are you gonna do to make like if someone was to say what are you gonna how are you gonna make more money it's like well i'm like pretty stoked with like what i'm doing so i wouldn't i almost wouldn't even like i don't even feel the need to like Mm. try reach anymore i'm like so content with what i'm doing and i think that I could, I live so happily the way I am that I don't even need, I don't need a Lamborghini. Like mm. I just am so content with the people I have around me and like with what I'm doing, like slowly building up this like this magical action sports like yeah. paradise. And I just don't feel like the the need to go any further. And I think that if I did, like it would be it'd be cool, you know, it'd be awesome to like make that little bit more money. But I think that there's like a perfect medium where it's just like. You're enjoying, you're not doing too much work, but you're making enough to, like, get by. And there's just, like, that perfect happy medium where you can just live happily and, like, just be so stoked with, like, where you're you're at.
0: I wish that, like, when I was younger, I knew that the actual, like, the definite, like, my definition of happiness these days is not wanting to change the current moment. yeah. That's like, that's what happiness is. You're unhappy when you want to change, like the moment that you're in right now. Like if I was having this conversation with you and I wanted to be anywhere else in the world, (laughs) that's unhappiness. Yeah, for sure. But I didn't, I I don't know that that like gets told to people that much. And I think that people get told that you'll be happy when you have this Mm -hmm. and I'll be happy if I get a, my podcast is number one.
1: Yeah, they just, sorry. They just think that they'll be happy when they reach the point. Yeah. And like, it's so sad because like, People sometimes reach that point and they're like, oh, I'm not happy. And then it's like they've done all this stuff yeah. and they've grinded so hard. You know, they've made themselves unhappy during the Unhappy point during the grind. Just to try get happy and then they get to the point and they're not happy. So mm. it's like, you're right. You want to be just happy in the moment and then like you're sweet. <laughs> just keep, yeah. keep, keep yourself happy and keep trying to push forward and i think that that's the best way to live life
0: yeah have you seen people like have you watched people were like on your like your come up and you saw people that were just like grinding and just trying so hard but they were like unhappy during like the process of doing what they were doing yeah
1: you know, I, I didn't like i haven't seen like i've seen people that come into a, like a sport any sport like action sports and they're like they they think that they, they know that oh they need to train every day they need to do like certain things every single day and like mm. and it's working they're like they're progressing faster like it is working but then they're gonna they like get to a point where they're so unhappy that mm. they just stop they don't keep going where it's like You'd rather, like, it's almost like the turtle and the hair. you know? It's like, mm. if you're just the happy turtle walking along, you're going to, like, keep going. And then the hare, like, I don't know what the story is really, but it's kind of like that. It's like, if you're the rabbit going so fast, yeah, and then something happens, you trip over, yeah. like you're done. But the turtle's just, like, never falls over, just keeps walking, you know? Just keeps grinding. And then, eventually, they he ends up further than the person that's, like...
0: Yeah. Every day. yeah and I think it comes back to even what you like at the very start where you were just like I just was happy doing the thing like 300 times yeah because yeah, it's like it's the process and it's like if you can focus on the like doing the trick and just like every time you fail go back up and just do it again yeah it's gonna happen
1: yeah eventually it does but,
0: but if like, you don't like the process of doing it yeah. or, or you can't like be invested in that process of just doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it
1: I always believe like every single, even at 600 tries on a trick. I always believe that the next tries it like every single time. I'm never yeah, like, really? I'm never like this one, isn't it? Like I'm always like, this is it. And I'll like, tell myself, I'm like, I'll just get in these crazy moods. Like it has to be like within 13 or like between 15 and 20 tries. Like if I try a trick that many times, I'm like, I'm locked in baby. Let's go
0: yeah you're just there <laughs> until it's done. legit legit. Has it always been like that? like was that was that you from day one?
1: You know what? I think I I think it did grow into me a little bit, but I always like would grind, but I don't think I when I first started I didn't try a trick 300 times in one mm. day, but now I do. I don't know. I think i I think I understand that once I do it that that's like the reward you know mm. and I know the reward's there. But when I, was like, when I was like 13 years old or like 12, you know, I was like, well, I don't want to try it anymore. I want to try a different trick, you know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But now, now I'm like 26 and I'm like, if I just don't stop for four hours and I roll away, I'm going to get heaps of likes on Instagram.
0: <laughs> it works, buddy.
1: Kind of, yeah. And I do feel just like, it's not even about that. It's just like that roll away makes all those like attempts worth it because, you know, that mm. was the journey. To the success.
0: Man, I wish like could you describe the moment, like what you feel in terms of like is there like is our Willy even there when you roll away from a trick? Or are you just like everything? Like the fit? you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like the like I'm, I'm big into like meditation, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just some. I now that I've got into that, I can sort of relate so much stuff back to like motocross and when yeah. you land a BMX trick and when you like jujitsu when you roll. It's like I'm not in that thing anymore. Yeah. Like I'm so pumped on it. Yeah. That like I actually don't even exist. And I think that that's sort of the feeling that you chase. And it's like when you your wheels land and you roll away. It's almost like. Is our Willie even there at that point or are you just like a feeling? Yeah, I don't know. Like it sounds weird, but like if no, you no, think you. about it.
1: I got you. There's like always that split second. You know, yeah. you know what I kinda I'm thinking I was just thinking about the feeling, and it's almost like you're going on the giant drop for the first time, you know? And there's, like, you're not sure what it's going to feel like. And the giant drop is, like, uh, it's, like, an amusement ride that drops for everyone that's just listening that maybe hasn't been to Dreamworld. <laughs> but literally, <laughs> Rest it, in it peace like, dream world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like, goes up and then you don't know when it's going to drop, but it does eventually. But you're just sitting there waiting for it. Yeah. And there's, like, that, that when it goes, you don't know it's, you, like, don't know it's gone for, like, one second, you know? Yeah, And that's that's the same feeling I get when, I like, if I land a world's first trick that, like, I was, like, really want to do that i'm really stoked on there's that one second where i'm landing but i'm like i'm not even there i don't yeah. even know i'm landing i'm yeah. like i'm like and then all like it takes that one second and then you know it's like
0: and then you think about what you just did yeah. and it brings you back to the experience yes, exactly. and then it's you're like you yeah i know I, and it's I know like a roller coaster because yeah. it's like
1: you're like waiting for it you're like it's it could happen now it could happen now and then it goes but for a second you're like what's happening and then you're falling. You're like, oh yeah, I'm falling.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's only like you've only got the experience itself left, and yeah. then you don't come back into the picture until you think about what, what you, you just, just did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's a it's a crazy feeling, man. I think that that's the. It's been something I've been thinking about so much lately. Is like that's the thing in all of action sports, in my opinion. That, and like no, that one, no one really knows what it is i don't think any like yeah. everybody
1: it's like the kick that's what like that's what you're chasing you know? Yeah. Like if you get if when you get that that's like some of the that's what gets a kid hooked you know on like that feeling you know mm. like whatever trick it is it could be anything you know it could be like dropping in for the first time and you finally yeah. yes. make it past like that point that you couldn't get past and and you you passed it you don't you're like, Am I past it? Oh, yeah, I'm past it. Yeah, Look what I did. And that's the feeling. And it doesn't change, like, no matter what. Like, from my first tower whip to my first triple front flip on BMX, it was, like, the exact same feeling.
0: Yeah. No, I – and, you know, like, I always would think that, like, in motocross terms – James Stewart having to hit the brakes for a, a turn like high speed fourth gear wide open and then when he's yeah. like shit I need to hit the brakes. Yeah. That same like, <gasps> like that yeah. feeling that you get or when you're in a car and you're like coming into a turn and then you got to hit the brakes and then you steer it in like that. That giant yeah. drop feeling that you describe like that is the same even though James Stewart is going way faster yeah. than me. We're we're sharing the same experience and you doing a triple front flip is the same experience that a kid is having when he drops in for the first time.
1: I tell, and I, that's why I tell, like I tell kids that cause they're like, Oh, what? Like, what does, it, like, feel what does it, like? it feel yeah. like? That's exactly what I feel. They're like, what does it feel like? And I'm like, it feels like the exact as exactly as when you did whatever trick you just learned, you know, or even it like, and for me, it's like, I try to scale it. Like say if it's the triple front flip, I'm like, well, it's like, it took that trick took me like 15 tries. It felt really dangerous, you know. It's like, well, it's like a, if you did your first double whip and it was really hard, it took you maybe 100 tries. It's like that moment when you land and your feet are actually on and you're rolling away, but you can't believe that it wasn't like the last 199 attempts, <laughs> and this time you are like rolling away.
0: Yeah, and dude. It's so yeah. It's so cool to hear you describe it in that way, and I think it's so important to relate it. Yeah. Back to kids, that it's all the same, yeah, and that it's like it, it's the 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 trick getting harder is just a result of you getting better, yeah. Like exactly. you are not gonna feel anything different by landing a triple flip instead yeah. of a double whip. Like the feeling that you are chasing doesn't change. Like the the tricks getting bigger is only a result of you putting in more work, yeah.
1: And like it, you'd think you'd get used to it, but you don't. Like it's always such a good feeling. Mm. I think it's all it's always like it's always re- so rewarding to like keep pushing myself. Even the, even these days, like after doing so many tricks, even just landing something like you could do, I could do something that's not even like that crazy and it could just be on a skateboard, you know? Yeah. And that's why sometimes I'll jump on something that I haven't done before. Like, well, rode that much, and even just learning something new. Like I got a Kendama. I don't know what, a, if you know yeah, what a Kendama yeah, is and like, do you follow just, no like, jumper? Thing. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Shout out Yeah. Um, twenty two. <laughs> um yeah so i even learned like a new trick today and i was like oh there's that feeling yeah. So, yeah so you can get it with anything i'm sure like even people can relate that don't even do any action sports there's like certain moments that you feel like say the roller coaster moment or like just a- 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 like any kind of thing like that that maybe you've been expecting like you've been trying to do and then finally get it done i don't know like you're trying to get your first a in school and then you get handed to
0: people yeah. the court, and
1: you're like did i get an a that's an A. You yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of similar, but...
0: And the Oscar goes too?
1: <laughs> no, maybe not as extreme.
0: <laughs> what? Uh, what's your relationship with fear like? like? Are you scared of these tricks that you're trying or have you calculated the risk to the point where the fear isn't there as much? Because, like, I want to jump into Harry's airbag. Yeah. Super scared. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Maybe you should be. It's a good fear is a good thing to have. Like fear is gonna kind of tell you that range of like how much risk are you, Mm. how much are you risking? Like if your fear meter's up, there's a good chance that you that it's it's high risk. You know, so you got to listen to it. And I always have fear with any trick, like anything. I'm like, could I potentially hurt myself? Let me like think how I'm feeling about this, and that'll just help me. Like obviously now I can be like, this is how hard the trick is. This is, do I think I'm going to land it? How many tries do I think I'm going to land it? But then I also have that little fear that I can like kind of use to make a decision of should I really go ahead and do this? Mm. So it's kind of like an extra thing that I have now that I can listen to, that I'm like in tune with and I will take into account, but I've lived with it so long that like I understand it. I think that Mm. I understand that I will have fear, but I know in my head that, I know my skill. I know my skill level. I know. I believe in myself. You know, so I do listen to the fear, but I know how to overcome it easier.
0: So it's like you've almost got a map to deal with it, or you've got like a yeah. You've got like a way that it fear is like a process, not like a barrier.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. But in saying that, there is moments where fear will take over. Mm. But during riding,
0: what's that- the kind of shit that scares you?
1: disease
0: yeah that's a that's good a weird one. one hey but that's a good one like, what diseases re- are you scared of cancer i don't know the, like scared things, of the covid things like, that,
1: like things you can't control yeah i was gonna say or you like, just skydiving with a person that's controlling that's scary
0: have you skydived before by yourself no yeah okay yeah i've so only you-
1: done it once with a person and then i'm like i don't really like that i'm hanging off a person yeah. right now even though i trust them kind of but it's like yeah. <laughs> I don't like hanging here, and I don't like this guy deciding what is what what's happening to us both. Yeah. So that's a fear that you can't really, I can't really, like, I can't mess with.
0: Yeah, like you don't have too much of a say in exactly. That. Yeah.
1: So that's where I can't, I can't turn off the, I can't overcome that fear. But Do I can, you, I can walk through it. I can, yeah. I can just go. Oh, I'm scared, jump. But I can't, ca- I can't like submit it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, I know what you're saying. What what sort of like do you have do you have like a lot of self-doubt still at this point that you have to go through like with, you know, your writing and always putting yourself out there and you know, like you said you have those bad days. Like do you still have some of that stuff that you have to deal with or is that another process that you've kind of overcome over time, you think?
1: I think that like having such a good method of like overcoming it in writing has helped me a lot to overcome it in other situations but Mm. i definitely get self-doubt in like in personal situations like like interactions maybe sometimes if i'm like i don't know even doing a podcast for the first time
0: Mm. i'll
1: get nervous still
0: you're killing it so you know you're good (laughs) so
1: but but the thing is like i still get nervous and it's like that's a it's hard for me to like tackle that nervousness fear the same way as i do writing so but it does help a lot because i'm like no, believe in yourself. Like you can do it, and I do believe in myself. But you know, you still hold that weird feeling of like mm. doubt, and it, and it, and you get it everywhere. And like, I hope everyone knows that like I still feel doubt, and I'm sure everyone else does. Like, no one's like the perfect human that doesn't doubt himself ever. That doubt himself yeah. ever. So it's good to have it. Like, and everyone does have it, so it's okay to have it. But I just think that definitely writing has helped me like tremendously with overcoming fear even in other parts of my life
0: yeah when I was younger I definitely thought that I was the only one that doubted myself yeah really? you know, you know yeah. what I mean like I looked at other people and I was like why are they so cool yeah why don't why don't they like why don't they have to like worry about this why don't they but then you get older and you realize that like everybody you know that I'm sure Travis would have the same thing like you know you hang around writers and they're they're like literally second in points in the 450 class and they're like heads a mess. Yeah. And you look at these people from the outside and they look like they've just got it all together, you know?
1: You, you know what is like something to... Maybe people can like bond with me like in this way, but it's like, um, like you know, I could go to a skate park and like oh, I'm cra- like, you think I'm crazy, I'll like try any trick. But then it's like to talk to my mates about like the way I'm feeling. If I yeah. like have emotions and I like ha- want to talk to my mates about the way I feel it'll be so hard for me to, like, drop in, in a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, It's so hard for me to, like, make the jump. Whereas at a skate park, I'm like, yeah, jump. Yeah. You know? Whereas when I'm, like, talk to my mate about how I feel, it's like, like, you can't, I, like, can't do it. It's so crazy. Like, but I have been lately. Like, I figured it, like, I figured out how to do it. Yeah. But it's, like, it's crazy. I think that people would, like, maybe that help someone to know that literally, like, all right, sometimes it's harder for me to just talk about how I'm feeling mm. than it is just for me to drop in a triple front flip a BMX bike. Like, it's literally harder for me to do that, to talk about my feelings than do a yeah. triple front flip on bike.
0: I feel like, yeah. That's
1: so, isn't that so weird? But I think if that's even like between like men to men to men, it's yeah. like kind of a weird thing that I hope that it's like will change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it is, I think it is changing. Yeah. And, you know, like I look at, I look at, the way that i was brought up with my dad like my dad's like a you know played footy and that sort of thing and he wasn't really my dad never really spoke to me in that sense and i still don't really talk to my dad about that much of that stuff but you know like sammy i'll talk to sammy about everything yeah you know and like even tonight we were driving um like i drove him into town and like i'd be like oh man like i know that this and this but like i really don't think that that's a good idea and yeah, yeah. you know you you need to i think that you need to go through life being able to like trust certain people yeah. with like everything because yeah. man like
1: it helps so much like do, once and once you like once you do like open up to someone like you feel so much better even mm-hmm. just saying it like even just by saying how you're feeling, it like takes the pressure off so much. Yeah. And I don't think some people just like bottle it up. Yeah. And like, I did that for a little bit and it like destroys you. Like even 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 if it's not like the worst thing and you but if you keep it inside you, it like can manifest into something way worse than if you just like take the leap and just like talk about it to someone.
0: Well the thing the thing that really gets you is that you're your own thoughts are what ends up like poisoning the well. Yeah, yeah. And like if you don't have somebody else's more – like your problems in your head would seem bigger to you than if you spoke to somebody about – like let's say you've been sitting on something for like three months. Yeah. And you've like – it's been going around and around in your head. It's like driving you crazy. It would have started as something like not that big a deal. Yeah. But by the time you actually get to the point where you end up talking about it, it's like it's caused you so much of this stress and just one person's like fresh perspective or one of your mates being like, dude, I feel like that constantly. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just going to be like,
1: "Yeah, what?
0: You feel like this all the time too? And then it's just like, yeah, dude. And it can just instantly take it away. But I think that, I mean, it's probably a, an Aussie culture thing too, you know, mm-hmm. like, and especially like, you know, growing up with a, just a single mum, yeah. you know, like there, there probably wasn't always like that, you know, dad sort of talk yeah, to you yeah, kind yeah. of thing as well. So, I mean, that probably plays into it, but yeah, like sure. at the end of the day, like, dude, yeah, you got to, you got to get that yeah, shit out. Yeah, and then I think too, like people, maybe people underestimate how much their friends actually care about them too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so to where like I know right now that I've got a bunch of boys where if they told me they like, hey man, drop everything tonight, like I'm going through like a real tough time. Like I care about enough my friends enough that they couldn't say anything to me that would that is like too much for me to to take on, you know. And I think that maybe people don't even understand how much the people that are close to them really do care.
1: I think that you almost like block it out in your own mind. It's weird. Like that's what I think that's what I did. I was like I just don't want to like put this onto the people that I really care about. Mm. Even though it's like not even that, like whatever. It's like, oh, I'm feeling unmotivated every day. Like, I don't know what's going on. I just like don't want to get up and ride. I don't want to like do anything. And it's like, like if I just talked to someone, it'd probably be way easier. But then I just sat there and like just moped to myself. Yeah. But I I know and like everyone, like I know deep down that like my friends would like help me if I just talked about it. Yeah. But like he just I just didn't do it. And I think that everyone's friends would do that. I just think that yeah. we just, for some reason, like you just try to like bottle it up. Cause you think that, Oh, well I'll just, I'll just like, I'll just hold onto it myself. I'll just, I'll get through it myself. Where it's like, if you just spread the load, like onto your friends, yeah. oh, that's kind of sounded weird. But. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that, Luke, sorry dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: You you your good at in it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it just lessens the, the weight that you're carrying.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's, man, it's a, really good way to find out who your actual friends are yeah for sure yeah man there's nothing there would be nothing worse than rolling with fake people that don't like if my friends don't want to hear about the stuff that is like kind of worrying me yeah, yeah i don't really need that person in my life to be yeah. to be honest because mm-hmm. it's like i'd feel like i kind of offer that same support to people that if they don't want to hear from me, it's like all right dude well we ain't, we ain't really homies yeah
1: yeah for sure
0: but it's part of just growing too yeah and as you, you know, you're still super young, really.
1: What? Yeah, I, 26. 26. 26, not bad. But when I shave, I'm like 20. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just shaved recently. I had a beard cranking. Did you? And, and then I not not like that. Not yeah. that cranking.
0: This is probably too cranking.
1: I, um, but then I shaved it to be Wolverine. Mm. I like shaved like the middle, like down. Like, oh, down. like Halloween? and sh- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and shaved like my mustache off. So I wasn't going to rep the, the Wolverine. But I think I'm going to grow it back.
0: Yeah, get it kinda back. I reckon. Can you? Well, literally, I can.
1: I can kind of get a little bit, except I got blondies on my chin. But let's not talk about that.
0: Yeah, no, you'd be right. <laughs> Just run. You're Ryan Williams, bro. You can do whatever you want to do.
1: Maybe. Yeah, true. I'll give it a go.
0: What? What's it? What was it like for you when you finally you kind of get doing the nitro thing? Like mm-hmm. you looked up to Travis forever, and then you get to be around that kind of guy that can give you, like, I know he would have really big brothered you in, like, a a ton of different ways.
1: Yeah, I think that the thing that honestly was, like, the best thing about Travis is that he was just the nicest guy to absolutely everyone. And that kind of, like, surprised me because, you know, when you think about Travis and you haven't met him, you're like, this guy is the guy. Like, Mm. he's the man. He is, like, literally top-tier action sports, like, legend.
0: Yeah, he's the god.
1: Exactly. So it's like, you don't – when you – even though – you, like, don't expect him to be mean. You expect him to kind of, like, you know, be that, like, the the upper high authority, like, figure. Yeah. And, like, he was just, like, my best friend, like, instantly. He was everyone's best friend instantly. And to see that was, like, just the coolest. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then it's just so cool the way that he rubs off on people. Like, when I was hanging around him and I was riding with him. I would, like, better myself. I would somehow, like, yeah. I would reach this new level. And he does it to everyone around him. Like, yeah. everyone that comes on Nitro, if Travis is there, if Travis is on tour, the the level is, like, somehow it's just, like, plus 10. Like, someone's just going, <laughs> you know? And it's, like, not even – he's not even doing it. He's, like, not even really
0: – It's not something Nitro. he's trying he's to not, do. Yeah,
1: legit. He's not even, like, trying to do it. It's just that his aura, his figure, like, and the way he acts, it like, it just – hypes you up so much and like that's one that's the thing that inspires me the most that's what makes him my inspiration is the way he can just turn everyone else's level like up
0: yeah and he's a dude that for everything that he's done he just doesn't have an ego like yeah. he, dude he's just like
1: yeah guys it's so sick i love it
0: and it's so genuine like he it's so there's nothing that's fake like i don't need i don't know i'll think about whether i'll cut this bit out but i've done like (laughs) we've done like super serious uh like interviews with red Bull, and he just no pants on (laughs) (laughs) and like we've framed it so it's just like up like this and just because like he just wants to be like he's just the man and he's just bringing that vibe and like not taking himself so serious he's not of anybody that could be like the cool guy or sorry, mate, I got two minutes for you. Yeah. Mate, he's the exact opposite. opposite. He's like the dude. He'll, he treats you like the guy that like, he's desperate to come up and it's like, bro, you've met like, you're the, you're the guy and man, not a more humble dude going.
1: Yeah. I had a, um, I had a situation where we were like on a, I was at his house and it was like, he had like this fire engine thing that had like a, like a hundred foot lift and we we're like jumping off it into a bag. And like, I remember I, I like, he was like, come on, Ryan, come on, I'll really come up here and do it. And I'm uh, like, I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I went up there and there was a guy named Crumb as well. He was up there. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I was like, I was like, oh, you go first. Like, cause I was only going to like front flip off. So like front flipped off. And how it was, high like, was it? Oh, it was like a hundred foot. What? Like, legit. It was insane. It was so crazy. Onto like a big airbag. And um, it was so scary for me to do it, but I did it. And I felt like I fell for ages. And, like, even though the bag's so soft, it, like, kind of still hurt because it was such a big jump. Yeah. And then next was Crumb. He, like, jumped naked, like, just like this. And then um, Travis was up. And he has a beer and a beer bong. Like, <laughs> and, like that. and he's, like, got a, snor- a snorkel, maybe it's called. I don't know. Yeah. And he's, like, poured beer into it. And then he's, like, shirtless and, like, has American undies on or something like that. And he and he did a Sukahara, which is, like, a front flip 180 to a back flip while he sculled a beer through a tube. And I'm, like, what is even going on? And then we go over to, like, the um, – this is a different day, so he wasn't drinking and riding. But he um, <laughs> come over and we're, like, riding the jump, like, doing this contest. He comes out on a mountain bike just, like – just randomly pulls it out of his garage, does a double back foot 360 on mountain bike. And, like, he's only the one, one of the only people in the world to do that. And he's, like, not even a mountain bike rider, just hucks it.
0: <laughs> it's insane. So eh?
1: sick. And that's, like, I'm like, oh God, that's why I want to build uh, Willie Land. And I want to, like, he's just inspired me so much the way, just his character and, like, the way he is around people and what he brings out of him.
0: Yeah, man, you, you're so right. And, like, his, like, competitive nature. We did, uh, You know, they do two-stroke week. Yeah, yeah. So we just did, like, we were filming it for Red Bull, and then we rode all day at the track, and then they did, like, they got the jet ski buoys at his Florida house. Yeah. And there was him and Tara Gwiger, massive, like a few of the crew. Yeah. And, like, Tara Gwiger just smoked him on this thing. (laughs) And, like, he would not stop every it's dark everyone's just like bro no one's even taking your lap time right now dude yeah. and it's just like he just couldn't let it go man like he was just in for the long haul. yeah on that I, shit. I know
1: his his competitiveness it's sick though like i actually beat him in beer pong once i know he wouldn't want me to say that but i did and him, like bro. how could i beat I, I was like and it was a big one too like i don't know he obviously likes beer because it was like 20 cups each <laughs> and i'm like oh, no. i beat travis and i even got a photo because i was like i need to get a photo of this moment
0: yeah dude that that's such like if you want to <laughs> if you want to like push yourself that's like the crew to be around
1: yeah if you can beat travis for schreiner in something make sure you like document it it'll really pee him off
0: yeah i've never beaten travis for it's hard
1: that's why you got to document it
0: <laughs> well d- dude like they had a uh, big buck hunter in the house yeah and like I was like, dude, I'm not, you're never I'm gonna not in ever. on this at all. Like this is psycho.
1: Hence so the, the as soon as you're gonna lose is when he says he when he has it in his house. That's like if he has it in his house, <laughs> it's over. you're gonna lose.
0: So was Pastrana Land the that's your inspiration for Willy Land? Yeah,
1: I'd say so, just because I knew that, like, I got the opportunity to go there and, like, I accomplished so much in so little time because he has, like, the facility and, like, the ramps and the training ramps. So, like,
0: the first time you went there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that was where, as soon as I went there, I'm like, I need to get this to, like, more people, like, in Australia because mm. we're mad. Australians are mad and we don't even have, like, the facilities that Americans have. Yeah. So that's where I was like, I know, I'm going to get this made and this is going to, like, revolutionise, like, Well, like it's going to progress. Aussie riders. Yeah, Aussie riders so much. And it already has. Like at my compound, I think we've had it set up for like maybe six to eight months. Yeah. And there's like probably like 50 world first tricks on scooter and BMX. Like it's just, and it's only because these guys. It's there. Yeah, it's there. And then these guys can now go out. And, like, be the best they can be and have the facility to be able to, you know, go and just explore their brain and pull out whatever comes out. Mm. Give it a go. Does it work? No. Oh, does this next one work? Yes. Done. New world first.
0: Yeah, it is crazy the way that 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 technology, like the bag jumps, the, the, like, resis and all that. Like, you can just... Like you, you can dream it, you can do it. Essentially,
1: yeah. Especially with the bag, like the big soft bag, it's like it's pretty forgiving. Like my mate actually just destroyed his face, though. So it is like it's something that you gotta remember that you, you can't gotta respect hurt yourself. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, you gotta respect it. My mate actually, like he he was just doing like a double flip heel kick or something on BMX, and he he like come off and he smashed his face on like the frame, so he landed on Ooh. the bike and he split his like nose fully open. You could like see the back of his eye nearly
0: oh what yeah, yeah
1: it's gnarly but um yeah so you got to respect it but in saying that if you do you can go out there and really try like any trick you want as long as you have like the escape points you're not like yeah you want to ha- you want to be aware of where you are can you
0: land on your head like if you do a backflip you land on your head
1: yeah you can land on your head i don't know if you want a motorbike you don't want to, you don't i've want been to thinking about that with, with
0: harry's i'm on like top of-
1: are you trying to backy
0: no nah, i don't- i'm just gonna jump jump
1: it. so the hardest thing about just straight jump is that he only has a super kicker
0: yeah right. yeah well he's no. Nah, he's got the he has a small he's one. got it set up so he's got the the stupid mega buddha on one side ridiculous thing yeah. that's out the back and then he's got the moon buddha here and then i think he's done it so the concrete's wide enough that he can just like slide it all across oh nice so i think he's got the setup pretty dark yeah he's, and he's then if
1: m- you can just like jump if you come to my house i got my mum to um i've seen the my mum <laughs> i got my mum to jump mine on a trike and Whoa. she was sweet and she did it twice. She had that much fun and had two beers. And then she was like, <laughs> I'm going again. And I went way faster. Miracle. I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to get her to actually jump to the like landing. Cause she did it so well.
0: Well, she used to race BMX.
1: Yeah, but I'm scared to get her on a BMX because it's like I get I get pro BMX riders out there and they like die. Really? Not die, but they like buckle on the ramp. Cause it's like it's so oh, different to a normal skate yeah, park. Yeah. You have like so much more G force going through the ramp. And as long as you're like, you know, it's coming, you're sweet. But if you're just feeling they that just for the first time, yeah. you're like, you're like, Oh, I need a pump. And then as soon as you pump, you can't stand you up and then it. they just into yeah. the ramp. Yeah.
0: There's a, there's a jump at, uh, Gimpy at MX farms, like this 120 yeah. foot, Triple and the first time I jumped, out I hadn't had needed a big jump in ages. My body, like I was all like scared <laughs> to hit it. I'm like oh, you're just on the up. Down, all of a sudden, you're like, what? I was just like, whoa, dude! Like you actually really need to hold your shit together <laughs> to do this stuff. Yeah,
1: nice I see with motorbikes. Like I think I've only gone to a track once, and it was just in America for like some nitro circus filming thing. But dude, motorbikes scare me. Yeah, They're you like,
0: don't have any like desire to ride, you reckon?
1: Yeah, I do, but it's like I, as, as long as I can as long as i can still push and pedal i'll probably just stick to that and then like once i'm not into that then i can push mm. my throttle but i i've like jumped i went to cams and like flipped oh at travis's obviously you know when you go to travis for you have to backflip so i back to like a 110 yeah there and then i was like trying to fronty at cam sinclair's and like i i didn't even crash that bad but the bike like hit me and i was like what i was like oh i'm gonna be fine and then all of a sudden i was crushed by a bike i'm like I don't really like this heavy vehicle stuff. And that wasn't even like a full size. <laughs> that wasn't even a full size motorbike. But there is tricks that I think that I could bring from like the BMX to Motocross. So Ooh,
0: eventually. What are you thinking?
1: They, uh, Harry's watching probably.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, Harry's yeah.
1: always like, Gimme tricks to try. Really? Really? He, literally. Tell me what to do. Literally he's like he always hits me up and it's sick though, because he's like he just loves the way that, like, I'm always coming up with new tricks on BMX. And that's why, like, he's so stoked to finally have his compound where he can, like, kind of experiment like I do, like, every day.
0: Man, I am excited to see. But first of all, I'm stoked that he's probably not going to hit his head as much. Yeah. Because he's got the airbag. Yeah. And it's not like he has to do that down ramp. Did you see when Berriman was over and Berriman had that crash there? And no, he just I like, Oh, dude, he just did, like, this whip and just got caught and just went slap and, oh, like, no. smashed himself, dude. That landing at fifty sixty is, like, a straight concrete. That's nice. So, first of all, I'm glad that Harry's probably not going to be <laughs> crashing that much on that fucking down ramp. But, like, man, it's going to be insane what he's able to do with, like, yeah. him full-time every day on a bag.
1: Oh, I'm excited. And, like, I'm sure he... Ooh i'm sure it'll think of uh, a bunch of tricks to try i'm excited to see it but um yeah I, that's one thing about motocross is like so nice like on bmx and like scooter we can like jump off you know and like try mm. again it's like but if they jump off it's like oh can't try again for six months yeah you know sometimes like obviously there's but if they get off and like don't hurt himself that's like incredibly lucky whereas mm. on bmx and scooter you can like jump off and like get away and that's kind of like normal yeah yeah. you're you're unlucky if you hurt yourself whereas on moto it's like if you crash you're you're like lucky to not hurt yourself
0: yeah yeah that's
1: pretty gnarly i think that i always have massive respect for moto guys like i can't believe like guys like josh sheehan and just every (sighs) every motocross freestyler and races like at the top level is just insane and that that's why you see it like in their lifestyle they're so well harry party, but you know he's like work he'll party but then he'll be at the gym you know like at 5 a.m just preparing his body
0: for war dude he is i've been around a lot of people he's yeah. gnarly yeah like he's straight up super gnarly yeah for, to he does obviously doesn't hide this partying yeah but like he can send it and I live like he. I live in his uh, old apartment, oh, yeah. and so he runs past. Like I'll see him some mornings. I'm like waking up, went to bed at ten o'clock, waking up, got me coffee, buckle on, I, like, sleep everywhere. Harry, I like went to bed watching his stories. Been like, well, big night for Harry. Just yeah. drank a bottle of Fireball. Yeah, I feel like shit in the morning, yeah. and here's Harry. <laughs> dude, just <laughs> and six a.m. running and filming his dog. Like, yeah, yeah come on, dude. Nothing like and. He, he feels like shit and he he just doesn't, he just doesn't care. Like he has. Mind over matter. Big time, man. He is the gnarliest example of that. And like, I'm glad that I think he does get the respect for that because like there's people, it's so easy to dismiss that as like, oh, he just mustn't feel it. It's like, no, he feels it and he just doesn't care.
1: Yeah. That's like, I, uh, I'm impressed by that. Like, that's incredible that he can do that because I. I can't
0: do it. <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. And I'll
1: you. like, I'll try to work out. I like work out, and then like a week later, I won't work out. You know, it's like. <laughs> but then I ride like every day. But it's like I just can't believe how like full on he is, and it just shows like all the motorbike riders are like that. low like, though, like Josh Sheehan,
0: he's like, a tank
1: incredible too. athlete, and yep. like so fit, and you see like why he's one of the best in the world, and you can see why he like I, I don't understand how he can triple backflip. Uh, a motorbike but if you look at him you're like if anyone could
0: yeah makes him makes sense if, yeah. if i know it can be done it makes sense that he's a guy that could do yeah, it Yeah, exactly what what plans have you got for your compound like how far do you want to sort of take it
1: well i have i have like 40 acres so it's like right now i'm built like i got two houses on it and then like all these caravans i'm currently like converting one of the caravans into like like a media room or like whatever i want like a gaming room like with aircon for summer because it's gonna be super hot i just bought like a fifteen thousand dollar trampoline that's like <laughs> five meters by five meters wow. to an airbag so it's like i can just like kind of practice like aerial awareness and just have fun basically like yeah i'll say it's for practice but it's just for having fun yeah and then um i got
0: for tax purposes it's yeah, practice <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then um i got the obviously got my jump but there's thing like my jump so obviously it's just the straight like box jump but then um, I actually have another wedge in that ramp. So it's like all air. So like I have three sections. At the moment, I only have two sections on. So usually I'll just like ride the smaller one. And then if I got bigger tricks to do like 360 doll backy tail with, that's when I like boost it up to like, I think it's like six meters. Yeah. But then in my garage, like when I first had it, it came with another two meter wedge. So it would be a total eight meters and like over 45 degrees so that I can do a quarter part. No so eventually shit. I'm going to do like the first ever like airbag quarter pipe resi landing. And that's where I'm going to like learn my X games quarter tricks.
0: Yeah. Right. Cause
1: I got like the gap. I'm like, sort of like I can think of tricks to try there, but then it's like, I want to be able to like do the um, quarter, like bring something new to the quarter, you know, like let's, let's see if I make this, you know, when I made this, the jump, 50 well first got done by like all these people what if i build something that really doesn't exist anywhere else yeah what's gonna happen then and that's what i'm like super excited to just see like what's gonna go down and that's like super exciting for me and that's why i'm like happy to invest the money that i earn yeah into that because it's like at the end of the day as long as i document it all put on youtube it's gonna just it's all like it filters back
0: yeah yeah and it
1: just filters back and provides fun so it's like free fun
0: yeah, and it's just, like, you're constantly building. Like, you're building your skills. You're building, yeah. like, of the making more money off the content. Like, yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. How far away are you from having that thing?
1: So, it's just about making the investment to, like, build. Because, obviously, I have to build a run-in from the other way. So, it's just about picking, like, what I want to do. Do I want to, like, makeshift some sort of, like, roll-in? Like, yeah. And not have it so long? Or do I just want to, like, concrete a a strip and like that's going to be good enough i'm not like sure exactly what's going to work plus i have to build myself um a mini mega quarter which is 20 foot high and four meters wide which i can do because i they got they made my other ramp that's 13 foot high and two meters wide so like it's possible yeah and then i just need a concrete like there's heaps of things that go into it people don't really see it unless i document it a lot but like, there's a lot of people working on it that helped me a lot. So, like, shout-out to Concrete Ninja. Shout-out to, like, all the people that really helped, you know. Because when I got there, it was it was a veggie patch where it was, like, the jump. It was, like, a veggie patch. And then um, it was, like, a bitumen, like, they've just poured hot mix and, like, pushed it down. And it was, like, oh, mm. like, you couldn't even... There's no way you could ride down it on, a, like, a scooter or anything like that. But, like, a BMX, you'd be, like, you'd want a mountain bike to go down it. Really? So that's how bad it was. No shit. And then literally when i was winning x games like the day i was doing x games i had my mates back home screeding concrete up a hill
0: no way and i won
1: but then i won and i was like this is for you boys and then it's funny thing the next time i did x games they poured the second one and I really and i won again
0: dude every year you gotta pour a slab bro <laughs> pour a
1: slab, <laughs> <laughs> pour a slab
0: pour a slab and just, then and then just, give a slab i don't the boys. even
1: i don't even need one i'm like just freaking pour one i need to
0: win. <laughs> <laughs> wait we need a new slab of the caravan <laughs> yeah what how did the first x games on bmx come about was it because you were doing the bmx in nitro as well
1: nah so i was like this is a funny story because like for so long i was like i knew what i could i was like i can do this like i can do this but they wouldn't invite me because i yeah. never like rode a mega ramp on BMX. I rode on scooter and made like a video but like, what is that going to do to get me in a BMX fun test? Yeah. Well, especially just, like
0: the best one.
1: Yeah. But I just knew, I was like, I can do it. I know I can go in and I can do well. And like, and I believe like that should be enough, which was wrong. Like now that I look back, I'm like, that's wrong because I realize I'm not just, they're not just like adding me in. Yeah. They're actually taking someone else's spot mm. like to put me in. So it's like, I realized that. And then I'm like, Hey, I need to like go out Prove to them that I am, uh, I can do it, you know. And that's where I went to Melbourne, and there's a place called the Mega Ranch, and they like have a like a, this kid has a mega ramp. Keyfei's name is, and he like he runs really? X like, Games now, and um, on a skateboard. And um, yeah, I went there and I put down a solid run and like made an edit. And then yeah, the next the next time I was in like, and it just, and I was like, I felt so I felt silly, but I knew like two years before I could have went and done the exact same thing that i did in the first one but i just didn't go out and do it because i was just blind like blind to the reality that i was taking someone's spot so it wasn't going to be as easy as asking even though i was making a lot of noise and i even snuck into x games oh really yeah i even snuck in during practice because they had scooters there and then i brought my bmx bike and i just walked in with like the guys because i knew i knew some of them (laughs) and i just i was like fully body suited up so they just let me up and then i just dropped in and did like this 720 fronty over the gap, but I didn't really do anything on the quarter. Oh. So I couldn't like prove that I was good on the quarter, but I did like a trick that no one had ever done over the gap.
0: What? So you snuck in. Legit. And then did like a world first. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> legit. I snuck in and did it. And as soon as, but then as soon as I know, I like dipped, cause I was like, I'm going to get like banned. For being oh, shit, for being. what if happened? I hurt myself, if I hurt myself, then like that would have been real bad. Yeah. So I just like snuck in and did it. And then no one really said anything. Did you vlog that shit? yeah, yeah it was on film
0: <laughs> that's so good <laughs> anytime anyone's like gives you shit you're like dude i just need content no man. yeah
1: i i think that some people at x games did bring it up but like they did they like not in, like just laughing away but really? like i know that
0: if you got hurt like be i much. wouldn't
1: go into x games interview and be like "Yeah, I snuck in and did it because like <laughs> obviously i don't want people to do that if they like it was dangerous and silly but i landed it so it didn't really matter
0: so in the end it was just dope is all it really was <laughs>
1: Yeah, but don't do that. Disclaimer.
0: Kids, don't sneak into X Games. Don't hit the Mega Ramp. Don't do
1: it. Trust me, please. That actually sounds really bad. That's don't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just gave away the secret.
1: Dude, the X it is so actually it is actually so gnarly. I was thinking it because I obviously I did that flip drop on the last X Games. I don't know if you've seen the run, but like I flip dropped into the top and I was hooping myself because i I've never done a flip drop. But the thing is, like there's no railings on the side. So it's like, if I flipped and then like, landed went off like, to the oh! side, like I even landed in a manual. And if I went to the side, oh, like I remember literally that. there's no fence. And that's all I was thinking about. Because if you go off the side, you're doing the biggest street gap you've ever done in your life.
0: To flat, to, to, death, s- to stadium, honestly, to like, probably death. Yeah. To Unless like- I
1: could hit like some kind of like side and like, stop myself from I don't know. which
0: like let's not even find that out no
1: nah, i'm not gonna happen <laughs> but legit i was like i'm gonna die if i don't
0: stay straight so what's the process in your head of deciding to do that
1: um it, it was just like inspired by it. these guys morgan uh, morgan wade and michael laren they like have been doing tricks in and like ever since i started they have like i think they did like 360 in morgan did like a tail whip and then a double tail whip and then i was like how am I gonna win my third? Because the funny thing is, no one had ever done like three consecutive X Games gold medals in BMX big air. It was like a curse. But like, because like six people have done had done two, mm. and then I was like, I'm gonna be cursed unless I can come up with like some crazy thing to do. And in, instantly, I'm like, I'm gonna flip drop it because I was like, I reckon I could do it, even though I hadn't done a flip drop on bike. I can do it on scooter pretty easy.
0: And then what? I you would never even done it on a bike, bro. Ne-
1: never done it anywhere ever just straight you're insane i've only done it on the mega rant what it's risk over reward like it's like i could maybe do it at a skate park but it's like i'm not winning a gold medal doing it at a skate park so it's just like that is
0: dick do you know the amount of like belief in yourself that would take like you're either an idiot <laughs> or you just believe in yourself so much or a mixture of both of those things mixture. that just worked mixture. out no
1: but i did like calculate i went to a skate park here in brisbane it was like ramp attack and like i was trying it off like a three foot drop and then i was like this isn't really gonna do this mine. isn't the same it's <laughs> the same as like 13 foot or whatever it is so i like put a sub box on and then i was like oh i can get it around and then i'm like i was just getting around so i'm like well when i got 15 feet to fall I'll be able to like do it. And that's why I kind of like nearly over-rotated when I did it because I pulled like pretty hard because I didn't want to under-rotate. Yes. So then I'm like come around. I'm like, oh, no, I'm still going. And then I like land a manual, but I have no brakes, you know. So I'm like, I'm like, what am I going to do? And I like sat down and then I'm like because it's it's the middle that I'm going towards, but I have to jump the sides because the middle jump is like 15 feet shorter. Yeah. So if I hit the middle jump, I would have like gone. You're going long. Way too far. Yeah. So I was like landed manual, and then I was like got a turn, and then I rode up like the side side of the ramp, and then threw my trick, got it, and then landed the um the the quarter trick too.
0: Can you can you YouTube that for us, Ronan, on the Mac? There, I want to watch it. X Games. What year was it?
1: Uh, it was like uh, last year, right? Was I it think? 2019? Yeah, 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 and yep, yeah. yeah. It was 2019.
0: Let's see what we got. That's uh, top one,
1: yeah. That's it,
0: yeah. Oh, that looks so scary to me, yeah. That's it, me dancing,
1: musical. Oh no, no, you can do that. No, this isn't it. Oh, unless you can like skip into it. Nah, see, it says two times. This isn't it. Oh, yeah. Go to the so go to the metal runs, go to the next up next, yeah. Good old YouTube giving us the up next. See, I told you. This is it, right here.
0: Oh, I said this
1: is for Dave Mirror Because the first person I ever seen do flip, drop and bike Was Dave Mirror Shout out to the man What? Manual oh. And then I roll up See the sign of the
0: rain <laughs> Dude Oh no And then
1: I'm like Please land this I was like
0: Please, 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 please Oh that is dirty Yeah And I was
1: like Flipping you out You were
0: on the line bro
1: That was a Yeah so That's going to show slow-mo So
0: turn, wait, yeah, Just turn just, the volume down on that Ronan On the YouTube thing Yeah
1: mute it bro there we go yeah you'll see you look yank and i'm like oh. here i am i'm like yep cool open up oh no too much too much too much sit down turn oh right the side. Yeah. and then i just like i've done that trick like a thousand times so it's like
0: oh so God. that one you could just go instinct I mean, on
1: yeah i have stuffed it up
0: but oh dude but nah, yeah. man yeah does nike pay you <laughs> they should right
1: right but i, re- I re- rep vans now shout out to vans vans are sick yeah there you go but they don't pay me but i love them so that's yeah great.
0: i i love vans as well that's a dope company i was in the mosh pit at uh warp tour with uh steve vendora in one time
1: oh yeah nice um one of the guys he goes the, hard one of the mcs on tour is like in vans as well he's in his oh, name's ice? yeah yeah right yeah he did mcing but he's like full
0: in vans i'm not sure exactly his position but yeah yeah that's they're a sick company yeah shout out so sick that is some bullshit yeah dude
1: but i had like legit there's a guy morgan wade he did a run like just before and i'm like because i was like planning to like slowly go into it and then this guy morgan wade did like a run that was like his dream run perfect run i thought it was like the best thing i'd ever seen he like double whipped in and then he like three flip no handed, and then he did, it. but he, he did like a, a twenty foot like so like probably six foot high or, or five foot higher than what I did. Then one handed like lat like tail double tail whip, and he looked like he's a cowboy. It was so sick. And then I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. And I straight away I was like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And I'm like, I hadn't done a flip drop. I have only just I did jump into the ramp like a few times, so I knew like what speed to do because that was one thing I was like. Am I going to have too much speed? I can't touch my brakes. Like, as soon as I go, that's how fast I'm going. And then, yeah, I just was like, this is it. I'm going to do it. Dave Mirror, he passed away, like, just recently. So, I was like, this is for you, Dave. And then, like, just Santa, dude. Because, yeah, he did it, like, on a due tour ramp, like, ages ago. And that was the first BMX, like, backy drop that I seen. And I'm like, this is going to be for him. And, like, when he did pass, I was like, I'm going to do this for Dave Mirror. And I was so stoked to get it done for him.
0: Dude, that is insane to like, I, I remember seeing it and be like that, that's crazy. But to know that you've never done that yeah, and then just.
1: Well, it was like, it was just, you know, that this timing, you know, I was like, mm. this is the opportunity, capitalize on it. And then I just, yeah,
0: you just do it. That's what makes X Games so gnarly mm. is like, you think about when Travis and Deegan did those 360s. Yeah. That's just as raw as it gets. Yeah, and it's and like... And, like, Kerry Hart doing the backflip. Like, Jesus, and it's man.
1: Like, that's... There's so much preparation. And then uh, that's it. Like, that night, they have to get it. Like, they have to do it. That's the, their mind. Their mindset's like, tonight, yep, got it. Yeah. I'll, and if you don't think... If you're not, like, got it, then you, like, don't get it. You know, it's, like, it's going to slip through your fingers.
0: How much... Like when you're prepping for X game or when it's really getting close and you're yeah. like in the hotel and you're sort of like dealing with, okay, I need to really go and, and press send on this deal. Yeah. Is it really weighing on your mind a lot?
1: Yeah. Like, especially the mega ramp. Cause mm. it's like.
0: That quarter pipe just seems so oh sketchy. It,
1: it, it's seriously like, I. that's why people are like, Oh, when are you going to build a mega ramp at your, your land? And I'm like, to be honest, like, it's – I don't like ride. Like, it's scary to ride. Like, I wouldn't ride it just on the daily because it is, like, it's just a world ender. <laughs> like, legit. <laughs> yeah. I am so scared. That's why I, like, look up to guys like Morgan Wade, Michael, because they ride it, like, in practice, they're going 20 feet plus. Like, and I'm like, how are you doing that? Mm. Like, how in your right mind are you doing that? But they're just so chill about it that they – have they just like believe in themselves so much and they're like it's so much practice and just awareness of what how to ride the ramp yeah that they can just do that but i like have not reached that point no way when i'm going down that's why you see me losing my mind after rolling away because i'm literally like i'm got that feeling you like know you're glad to be alive i got that drop big drop feeling <laughs> yeah three times i got the big drop in like one run so i'm like Dude, right? i'm like exploding in my brain <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: i think i had about i think i had about a quarter of an orgasm like <laughs> well three quarters because every one i landed i had like a quarter of one
0: how how do you feel right now willie that was three eighths <laughs> orgasm right <laughs> you know, there legit. boys and girls
1: <laughs> legit though like that's like that's why i actually seen comments people are like is he on drugs? Like, cause I've
0: played, just play his reaction. I, I, go it, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I go so crazy, but like, you don't understand, like you don't go, understand. Go back, go back a bit. Oh right? gosh. Yeah. You don't understand like the emotions that are going through my mind. Like there's literally th- like, I literally thought I could die if I turned off, like I could die. And then it's like the gap's not too bad. You can like kind of stuff that up. But if you turn off, you die. Mm. And if, if I backflip and I, don't go the right way. i die. So it's like...
0: <laughs> You're like, I did it. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: because it was the first time I ever did it. So I was like... I was as surprised as everyone else.
0: That's such just a heavy thing to like have to face that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you want to pause that for us, bro? This
1: is Morgan, but yeah. Oh, is it? Play that? Dude, actually play it. This yeah. is the run that went before me. I know it's playing after, but this is actually before my run because this has got second. Watch this
0: wow Bro,
1: cowboy on a bmx bike so sick
0: yeah just the commitment man like and even like i get so nervous when i i've woken up before before nationals for jiu-jitsu last yeah, year yeah. i woke up like in sweat panic and i just i had to be like dude what do you go to sleep seriously this is this is ridiculous there is nothing yeah. on the line here no
1: nah, i get so to- like imagine that shit I get so nervous, dude. So nervous. Especially, like... For my first one, super nervous. And then I actually, cra- like, I stuffed up my first one. I fractured, I fractured my spine in the first practice of, of, of X Games. Because I, what? like, you doing the quarter. And then I'm like, I'm just going to boost it. I was, listening, I was listening to Slayer Raining Blood, dude, in practice. <laughs> Bad decision. Because I'm like, I'm just going to fly. And then here I go, fly. And then I flat to flat. And then, like, landed, landed and, like, compressed my back. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like, something's wrong. I thought I exploded my butthole. But, um yeah i got then i got an x-ray from the people like because you um the usa like the football things they have like x-rays in there yeah it wasn't that good so they're like oh nothing's we can't really see anything and then i'm like okay and then i like had a salt baths like four nights in a row because i did it at the first practice and I got fizzy every day and I'm like, my back's still screwed. But this is my first ever X games that I've been invited to. So I'm like, there is no way I'm not riding, no matter how sore I was. And then I went in the comp and like I tried to do that that trick that I landed the front flare on the quarter. Mm. And like I just kept landing really low and like blowing off. So my first X games, I like only landed like one run. And I'm like devastated, obviously. But then the next X games was at Australia. And then yeah, and then I managed to like stomp the run and got it but um
0: dude i was actually there for that i yeah, saw you in that one
1: yeah right but I, i'm going back when i got home from australia oh, after the flight i'm like man my back there's something wrong with my back and then i went to the i got an x-ray and i'd fractured my spine dude
0: <laughs> I was are like, you serious
1: i literally i was like are you i was like he showed me the x-ray. double check it double check he, it i showed my x-ray and it was like obviously not like super bad but like i chipped the like side of my vert one of my vertebrae i think because i like crunched my spine mm. so hard but yeah but i like i still even if i knew i still had a road.
0: yeah i was gonna say it probably like, didn't really matter it was
1: literally my dream to just ride in x games mm. and then like i kind of like figured out the front flare which is the trick i do on the quarter and then yeah just like put it all together and then stoked
0: that's heavy what uh what other sports that you taking inspiration from because like you know the the rampage dudes do like mm. sick drops where they do the yeah, like dude. backflip drops and like 360 drops and stuff like that yeah are you looking insane. at all that sort of stuff
1: yeah i think in the back of my mind i probably would have thought about that but i was really when i did the flip drop i was just that was about like, like Mira, Mira, yeah. because but then those rampage dudes dude they do like the mm, mm, so much gnarly like their drops like three times or like double at least double for mm. sure But, like, yeah, nah. If I wouldn't, you would not see me doing anything like Rampage because that's like, that's next level. That's like a dirt. That's like riding a mega ramp out of dirt. And then they have to, like, jump it, like, five times, like, down the hill. That's so gnarly to me. But, yeah, I definitely get, like, inspiration from every action sport. Yeah. I'm, like, a super, I'm honestly, like, a super nerd for action sports.
0: Yeah. I think that's, like, that's got to be such a big part of it. Yeah. Anyone that is really good is, like, a super fan of, a bunch of different yeah, stuff right
1: everything like I'll, I'll watch snowboarding i'll watch skiing like every single x games like every single x game sport i'll watch it and then like just anything like any sport mm. i'll just watch it like i love i love just seeing people like progress and like doing new things that have never been done before and like putting in that effort and then landing it like because i know that feeling i know the journey and like even just seeing my friends do that journey and then land something i almost like Live it with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Well, because you know the feeling so well, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you almost like can kind of think about what they're feeling. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: I feel like gymnastics as well would be pretty gnarly to look at for you, awesome. for some of like the scooter stuff that you do. And then yeah. it, it, is it easy – like is the – going from like scooter to BMX, is that almost like a little bit of like a gateway to making the those that bigger stuff happen? Like is that kind of a yeah. bit of like a – little secret of success in a way yeah
1: i would say that it helps a lot but there's there's tricks i can do on bike that i can't do on scooter i've never done a triple front flip on a scooter i've only done a triple front flip on a bike which sounds like weird Mm. because surely a scooter should be easier to triple front flip which it might be but i've just never managed to like unlock that and then someone did it so i didn't like feel the passion to like go and do it i really do like for me like I get a big passion out of like doing tricks that haven't been done before or I think haven't been done before just because you know it's like it's like an extra drive you know you know that if you roll away from that you're like pushing the sport a little bit more and mm. that's what one thing that I noticed when I was growing up scootering like obviously I I was riding that second first second wave of the scooter riding so I was doing like a lot of tricks that kid, every kid can do now like so many kids can do like a 540 flare which is like where you come up, you f- do one backflip and do uh, one and a half twist and mm. then come back down the ramp. And, like, I did the world's first of that, like, eight years ago or more. And But now, like, 200 kids can do it in the world. And, the, and then it's, like, so cool because... It's not like it was any hard like it's still just as hard. Yeah, yeah. You know? But because that is that's opened up in their mind, yep. they can just do it now. And I love that because it's like now I feel like if I can push as hard as I can push, that's going to like pave the way and mm. just bring it to that next level so much easier for the people coming up.
0: Yeah, there is a thing that happens in your brain when you know something's yeah. possible like the 4 minute mile it took forever. For somebody to run a sub four minute mile. Yeah. And then as soon as somebody did it, I think I read it in um, the Phil Knight's book, the mm-hmm. dude that started Nike. Yeah. There was like 12 or 16 people within two months. Yeah. So people had been trying. Yeah. For ever, literally ever, it had never yeah. been done. And then one dude comes along and, and does the four minute mile. And then it's just like, it opens up the floodgates.
1: Yeah. It's so crazy. And it's like with moto, it's like the backflip. It's mm.
0: like,
1: if you really think about it, I don't know how exactly, like how long ago, but maybe like, what?
0: Tw- 2000, I think it was. Yeah, so I like think it was 20 years 20 ago. 20
1: years. Like, even say just 20 years, people have done three backflips in one air.
0: Yeah. Harry, dude, the crazy one is Harry doing the rock solid backflip. Like the, him and Tucker.
1: Yeah, and he does it that in thing, a front flip yeah, too, though. Yeah,
0: oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that is so insane. That's one of the ones that like, should be impossible. It yeah. sort of doesn't make sense. It
1: trips you out. Hey, I, I get it because I don't, but not the back foot one. But I've because I've seen someone do it on BMX. But I get the front foot one. But I get like your your the physics doesn't seem right because you're like obviously you're like you're flipping, you're pushing the bike away, you're letting go of the bike. But why is the bike not going away? And it's weird. I don't know what it is. Maybe you need some sensors hooked up just to see yeah. the motion, the velocity, or like what's happening. Yeah. But I think it's because. You and the bike are in motion at the same time. You're, yeah. You're, 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 you're both carrying the same velocity. Yeah. So when you let go, the bike stays on the same trage- trajectory for a little bit. As long as you pull it the right way, like you could. Yeah, you could pull,
0: pull it and like could, mess with the yeah, axis of the bike. If
1: you don't like pull it in a little bit, the force is going to shoot it away. So there's like a few things that you have to like.
0: That's like when you're in with. a car going 100 miles an hour, your body's going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, probably. I would say so. 100%. Unless you're
1: jumping into the backseat or something.
0: <laughs> Science. Yeah. Uh, what other sports are you into outside of this? And, like, what? how long have you been into, like, the UFC stuff? Or are you just oh. into that because you and Dana are homies?
1: <laughs> uh, no. I've literally been into UFC for so long. Like, not not since, like, UFC one. Yeah. But, like... I can't I can't remember exactly the first fight, but way back, like before McGregor won like yeah. Aldo and stuff, like before that. So I think I think it was when McGregor like was fighting some like bald white guy. Like, Dennisiva? You know, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Dennis Seva. So that was like I think that was around when I started watching it. And then like from then I've just been like buying every pay-per-view.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: and but it's so sick. Like, to be, actually go there is gnarly. Yeah,
0: I've never been to one.
1: I'm super, like, you have to go. Yeah. It's, like, one of the coolest things. Like, I mean, it's it's just crazy in, like, when you watch it behind the TV, like, oh, yeah, whoa, he just kicked him in the head. Yeah. But it's, like, when you're in person and you see someone's, like, they, they get kicked, you're, like, how are they? Like, even if it's a light kick, you're, like, how is this person still, like, yeah, um, still
0: going, light? yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like you see how much actual violence it is when you're there. And it's, like, crazy. You, like, respect it so much more when you know, like, this is what's actually happening. And, like, any time they could just get knocked out. Mm. It's a wild, wild sport.
0: And then they're doing that shit training.
1: Yeah. And the people are so – like, people that do the UFC well as as well are so nice. Like, I have a few – Guys, like, I follow and talk to, and they're like, everyone's so down. Like, even with uh, they like action sports, I think yeah. there's it, a weird like gel that action sports and like ultimate fighting martial arts have. I think that it's kind of like they're both like that, li- like, like, you're walking with danger, kind of. Yeah. yeah, so I think that, like, I don't know. I think that it, like, there's like a as well. thing that you
0: have to put out of your mind mm. to do it, yeah, like you have to put out of the mind that, oh, yeah, I'm gonna hit this mega ramp. could die, yeah uh don't worry about it i'm still gonna do it anyway and i think that fighters have that same thing they're like i could get just completely bashed but all right, i'll still do it so there's like you like like there's this weird compartmentalization in like action sport and fighters brains where it's just like let's take that let's just put it over there and let's just not think about that and let's just get the job done
1: you're just like trying to get so good that you don't get beaten Mm. by whatever it is you're doing it's like a, a fight is, like, training so they don't get hurt, and we are training so we don't get hurt as well. And you're just trying mm. to always get better, but without getting hurt at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's like that's like the elephant in the room. Yeah. It's just, like, the fact that you get hurt constantly. Yeah. What was the... So, the, what was the fight that you watched live? Was it Robert Whittaker?
1: Yeah, and I sat next to his family, too.
0: Oh, really? What fight was it against Izzy? Yeah, against oh, Izzy. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then... um. What was the first... The first one I went to, um, Whitaker couldn't fight. What was it? Yeah. Well, the first ever one I went to was... Oh, uh, not the first... Yeah. No, the first ever one was... It was... Whitaker was supposed to fight... Romero? Something. Yeah, yeah. And
0: then he didn't make weight? That was it. Or did he not make weight or did he get sick or like what was the deal?
1: Something happened. I, c- I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember that being the first one. But I was like so stoked to be there. Just yeah. because I was like front row. And then... um. Yeah, the next one was like in Chicago, and it was like Marlon Marais versus Henry Cejudo.
0: Oh, that's a good one to watch. And it was
1: so good, like because you're like, oh, Marlon Marais was like doing well first round, and then Henry Cejudo just like monstered him somehow. It's yeah. like it's so Henry Cejudo. He's just like he's, an he's so cringe there, but he like he's just like so rad that he's just puts like his talent is just through the roof.
0: Do you so do you get into like the the whole scene as well, not yeah. just, like, the fights themselves. No, I'm all in. Like, That's I love so UFC. So, who's, who's like, your favourite guys? Oh, man.
1: You know what? Like, for a while, I was, like, trying to... I was like, oh, Robert's probably going to beat Izzy, you know? And then you're like, oh, um... He's going to get beat by old mate, um, Paulo Costa. Yeah. No. Nah. Y'all remember? Nah. So, Izzy's definitely, like, just kicking ass. And I'll, like... Even him fighting John Jones, I'm like... I love John Jones.
0: So I'm like, oh,
1: damn. I hope John Jones can just do it. But then I'm like, every single time I go against Izzy, he just is just insane.
0: Yeah, that's true. The thing with like, so I said to my buddy, and he's almost a black belt in Jiu Jitsu. So like he knows the fight game. Yeah. And we're talking about the um, Jones and Izzy thing. And I was like, all right, if you have a a wrestling match between Israel Adesanya and. uh, And Daniel Cormier. Yeah does Daniel Corm does Daniel Cormier take down Izzy? I don't know. What do you think? I think so. I think that he's like Olympian. But then it's like,
1: why didn't Daniel Cormier like take down? yeah like uh what's his name oh,
0: Miocic. Miocic. Yeah, yeah yeah true but like i just think yeah the izzy with the size thing is mm. just going to be so different like because d so john jones took down dc yeah like constantly yeah and it was like and if i and i just think of it in terms of like man if it was izzy in there with cormier i'm probably betting that cormier would take him down yeah yeah so then if jones took down cormier then he's probably could take down izzy yeah. but that's like
1: have you seen jones at the skate park no. I I hit him up like I cuz I was like so impressed cuz he was like skating with Stevo. What? what? The skate park, dude. Like on the dropping skateboard in on a skateboard, like on a bank. But I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like cuz he rides um mountain bikes a lot too and he like I, f- he follows me on that so I like I, what? I'm down with John Jones, he's a mad dog.
0: Who's the who's the craziest person that follows you on Instagram? Um
1: like Stevo or Dana White probably
0: steve-o steve-o is
1: like the man he's so cool
0: yeah have you met and him theo
1: theo's mad too Theo yeah. Bourne, sorry. um yeah steve i met he actually came to a a, a, a nitro circus show and like it was so sick to meet him because he like had posted like one of my videos and then he like hit me up and then i was like oh come to the show and then he came and then i was like yo steve-o and he was like super stoked like and he like kissed me on the cheek i was like what's going on <laughs> why are you doing this and it was like just some such a sick moment
0: yeah far out dude it must be so weird to like so trippy man have that stuff happen yeah just like yeah that's normal
1: but yeah but it it doesn't get normal like i'm so stoked like i'm still just like the kid that just loves absolutely like adores all these people and then just for the fact that it can bring like scootering bmx has brought me into situations where i can like experience this it just like makes all like the grinding and like, that's why I like try to put so much back into action sports mm. is because like literally action sports, scootering BMX has given, given me like my whole life. Like, and now I feel like I just want to give like my life back to action sports. And that's why I just keep pushing and like just giving back to obviously people coming up. Cause you know, maybe they'll have the same kind of experiences. Maybe they'll grow action sports even bigger for the next generation. Yeah. And I'm like, just hoping that it stays alive
0: yeah, I think th- – I mean, I don't know that it w- would go away. Yeah. But I just think, yeah, like the, the kind of attitude that you have and there's there's probably not enough guys like you that are in it in a way. Like I don't know that there's as many guys that are as committed to giving back in the same way that you are.
1: Yeah, I think that – I think there is a f- I think there is a few and I think that there is a lot of people that definitely like they love action sports and there's a lot of people that do – but maybe cuz I'm like I'm pretty good on like the social media so I like do push it out well and people do see it that maybe that's why you like perceive that mm. maybe I'm like one of the main guys doing it but when I'm actually just like one of the guys out of many that are like are doing it but maybe you see it more because obviously I'm close to you too I'm in Australia yeah, you yeah. would see me like a lot more coming up on social media maybe so maybe that's why I like you see that more but there is because i know a lot of people that even do like a lot more work than i'm doing and i've only just really started to like really buckle down and do that kind of stuff because i just like i see how much it is it helps and like i love doing it yeah because i get a great feeling from doing it so that's why like i've only been doing the friday ride days like so four weeks now i think three or three or four weeks in a row but I'm not going to stop, but yeah, it's just been great to do that. But obviously before that, I still yeah, do yeah. the YouTube, still trying to like always trying to send a positive message because like it action sports is positive and it yeah. brings positive to people's lives. So it's like, I'm just trying to bring that, what I got to other people because why not? It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. So it's like only good for everyone. It's only good for action sports. If you can get more people writing action sports and loving action sports, it's going to help everyone, no matter if it's you getting people to ride a scooter. Like the more people that ride a scooter, the more, people, blades. The more Ryan Williams you might get, you know, like yeah. the Ryan Williams from scootering, like coming to BMX or even like scooter kids going to skateboarding, anything more scooter kids, more skate parks, more skate parks, more skateboarders. Yeah, like push everyone, like everyone comes up together. Yeah. That's the way to make it right. That's what that's the right way to do it
0: yeah dude totally agree what what is the future for you like what do you see like if you're going to look at your career and it's just to keep going like the different levels like what's some of the stuff that you like want to achieve that you haven't achieved yet not even in terms of like results you know just like in general like what would you like to leave yeah
1: um I don't know. I'm like stoked with like obviously X games, keep doing X games. I love to push the limits and just like see what I can bring to the X games like playing field. Cause obviously I've done four competitions and I've managed to do like three really good competitions. So it's like why well, I'll just keep going. Like what can I do to evolve that that discipline? Obviously, like there's other disciplines that maybe I could go into if I can get good at riding dirt. Maybe I can get into dirt. I'll probably stay away from Park because Logan Martin's just an animal. So is <laughs> yeah. Brandon Lupo. They've
0: got that covered. We'll leave
1: that to them because <laughs> they are ridiculous.
0: They're Olympians and shit.
1: Exactly. We'll <laughs> keep the gold. They can have their Olympic gold medals and I'll just have my following and a few X Games gold medals. But <laughs> I think just um, maybe do more stuff in the community because I like doing that. Like there's a few things that I've been like just recently, I went to a skate park with LU and uh and it's just a new indoor skate park on the Sunshine Coast. And they built, like, a, they built, like, a, it's called Skate Aid. And it's, like, it's so, it was so cool. Like, that's why I'm talking about it. It's, like, a special, like, cage thing with wheels, right? And then it's got hooks, so you can have a person with disability. Oh, and they can well. fully sit, like, they can sit and skate. So it was a skateboard. And I'm, like, dude, he was, like, I have a spare one. I'm, like, dude, you are got to make, like, a scooter and a BMX. And just, like, knowing that you could bring action sports to maybe someone that never would have thought they could even, like, do yeah. anything because their disability now that opens up that realm for them to maybe have that like get that feeling i was gonna that say they get everyone that same else feeling. gets you know yeah. you know that feeling that we get when we ride action sports the big the the big drop like, yeah they get that feeling like and that's something that I, I seen that and that was like immediate like immediately i'm like that's something close to my heart because that is so cool and that's so important to me because if i can I'll, if i can help them feel that feeling i think that that can really you know change someone's like perspective on life even because it changed mine like and it i like it, it put me in the right path to here yeah so yeah that's something that's sick but um other than that just our will land like keep doing that maybe hold like some cool competitions or just have like people out that can progress themselves and in in, in in doing that progress action sports get people more stoked and just keep doing my youtube because that like obviously stokes people out and get some riding as well so it's just all about that and then enjoying it too personal my personal life enjoying my personal life and just keep uh doing what i'm doing because i'm enjoying it
0: yeah that's so good dude what the youtube stuff mm-hmm. are you like is that something what you try and step up in terms of like production value and you got like full-time Filmers and like, yeah. are, you, are you gonna step it up in that sense as well, or is that sort of like a whole different deal that you're not gonna?
1: No, no, I'm 100. I actually just um, got a filmer. Oh, just, yeah, we just filmed a filmed a video today. His name's Arnie, so he just took over. He's made about four of my videos, and like, it's been. Re- he's like, obviously, he's not very well known either. It's like he's he's coming up as well. So it's like, obviously, I already have the YouTube channel. It's doing pretty well, but his production value is like good but he's just starting out. So he's like super hyped. And that's what I was like really looking for was someone that yeah wants to just grow with the channel. And he's like, obviously killing it already. Cause my videos are like, I was for some reason, like I was in like this low point. I think it was cause I, I was doing all the work myself one video a week, maybe like sometimes not even, yeah you know? And then like the kids, they, they don't roll with that. Like they do love it. Like there's, there's, there's a few that like would still watch, love it, but it's like, it's better to just, you know, give them something. Like, they're giving me so much. Obviously, I'm making... Like, that's my main revenue now from... Like, because I can't travel, do Nitro yeah, Circus. Other yeah. than sponsors, it's like YouTube is like the income. So, it's like they're allowing me to still build our willyland. Like, invest back into them. And that's kind of like what I've done. And it's been awesome. Like, my, view, my views are going way up. And my video... My channel is actually doing really well right now. So, that's why I'm like just concentrating a lot on that.
0: So, you... um you've been doing a lot of that work yourself for like all, the longest... all, of, all of it really yeah
1: for three years all of it
0: what yeah
1: yeah all the edit i've edited everything so i'll ride we'll film video four or five hours and then i'll edit for four or five hours dude and i've done like probably a, yeah at least a video a week like for nearly a year i mean yeah. three years
0: just bang out world first trick and then going to go, hey, film me do this world first trick for hours and then. Not
1: even having film, like I would just get my mates like, and that's not weird for me. Like that's, I'm just used to that and they do a good job. Like my mates do a good job at like filming and they're in the footage. Sometimes I'm filming them and it's good because hopefully, you know, as my channel grows and we're getting more videos, like they get more exposure and then hopefully that opens up avenues for them. You know, because they're in the limelight as well. And I realized that, like, it's cool to have other characters because maybe someone's going to, like, maybe someone's going to feel more of a bond with, like, my other mates, my mate Gecko, He's, like, trying tricks all the time and he's not always landing them, you know, but he's (laughs) trying his best and he's funny, you know, and maybe someone's going to bond with, like, see more of an interaction with Gecko, and that's going to inspire more than maybe I could because here I am, like, whipping it like and just, super
0: rad just, just constantly constantly
1: trying to like, <laughs> like land tricks even though i don't always but maybe the they just interact more with gecko and that's just another cool bond that is created from my youtube channel
0: dude the amount of effort you must have put into your youtube channel is psycho bro
1: yeah it was hard but it was it's like it pays off and like you see how much it means it's like even though it's four or five hours of editing sometimes it's not sometimes i can edit quicker but i'm like i want it good you know when you're editing it yourself you really want to like you know what you want and you can do it so you put in the time to do it but um yeah you and like the hardest thing was like i put in six hours into a video and i'd like i thought it was the best man i edited it i thought it was the best and i put it out and it would just sink and i'm like "Ah!" i'm like what am i doing and then i would make a video like my highest view video is like 10 million views and it was like the day that conor mcgregor fought floyd mayweather i just had it we had a show and i was like i we just had an nitro show and i like randomly filmed it i like randomly filmed it
0: can we find it what's the it's toy car
1: versus mega ramp it's my highest one might be like this swing one but obviously the swing one's like Gonna pop off because the, the the thumbnail's gnarly.
0: Wait, don't copyright strike me, bro. Okay. No, I
1: won't. If you just go <laughs> just go to our Willy and then go top top um things and you you could read through them and I could tell you. Like, oh
0: yeah, 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 sick. So
1: just click on my channel.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Well, let's watch this one first. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, I won't copyright strike you, mate. And then, dude, it was a cool like obviously that oh. that's gnarly right. But the thing is, it's like I have I have fifteen twenty other videos like this. Yeah, but this just, one just. Yeah, this one just popped off, just randomly. I'm doing like the Conor McGregor walk. Like, it wasn't even, I was just being an idiot, too. It's always the ones where you just look. I'm like, there's oh, the beard, too, eh? Hey? Bring it yeah. back, bro. No, nah, that was nuts. It grows better than that now. Come on, let's get it. Let's I get it. I just go back. to the pool, man. Why is, it, why is everyone watching this? YouTube, what are you, the algorithm's like crazy, but it's picking up now. So, love you, YouTube.
0: But yeah, it's that. So much. That, that, alg- get, that algorithm's a real son of a. Look, yeah. I didn't
1: even plug my mic in properly. It's like all stuff, you know, that's what it is. You like, you randomly make these videos and they might not even be the, like your favorite ones. They just pop off. You make the one that is your favorite. Nah.
0: Dude, my, don't want it. my best video on YouTube is I just clickbaited the shit out of my oh podcast gosh. with Travis. And I just went, uh, the, the title, oh, fast forward to the thing, I want to see the actual the toy car yeah i want to see that
1: oh you're one of those you're gonna just skip my video to the toy car is this is if this you went, ruining your analytics if, if you went in the comments they're probably like there's probably 50 comments telling you where to go to
0: that's so yeah toy car at two minutes 13 Legit. like okay. i
1: get it it's right it's got 10 million views you can go straight to it i don't need more views that the is video. the man right there Yeah, dusty dusty I'll, is tell, I'll tell you when it, yeah this is around it sorry yep Go, dusty know.
0: is the man
1: yeah he literally is
0: <laughs> he's the coolest he, guy ever anyone that can marry Tara guyger oh
1: that's <laughs> right. he, yeah he's the man for that No,
0: i just i don't even mean that i mean in like the sense of any man that is man enough to be around oh, her yeah. you know what i mean like she's so good at everything
1: yeah but he nearly died here look at this ready he like goes off the side
0: oh no dude <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude so many things so much crazy things just happen shout out to nitro like give me the show tape mad dogs
0: that is so, yeah they will probably copyright strike me actually no, um no that is so gnarly dude
1: it's actually dusty that does the toy car it was actually before this though i think maybe oh unless the toy car's up there wait He's so funny. Listen to him talk. He's just the mad like Dusty's just such a, a awesome soul as well. Like the yeah. way oh here we go yeah he's got it up there, but um yeah he's just the nicest yeah. guy like 100%. the nicest guy would never do anything like wrong towards anyone.
0: Yeah, he uh when we were doing that,
1: I think he's wearing my helmet. Yeah, he is. Yeah, my GoPro
0: got the sticker on there. He's and got
1: my GoPro and my helmet on. I probably forced him to wear it. Look at this, ready?
0: Oh my God.
1: To be fair, like, but we do this every show and that's why I just picked a new contraption to like thumbnail.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And then it just popped off.
0: It is crazy how it works, man. Like, yeah, that that video that I did was, uh, Brian Deegan was the real sellout. And I, f- I went through like, and it's like literally a direct quote like
1: yeah yeah. because
0: he's like brian deegan was a real sellout he was actually the nicest guy yeah so like it's literally a direct quote from the clip but when you put it on that and like dude it blew i got like five hundred thousand views in like a couple days and uh but i found like the only video of travis with like not a smile uh, the only photo of travis without a smile on his face
1: yeah (laughs) look at this He, he covers his eyes oh it just froze that's right. Oh no! Oh, there was a vi- there was a soundbite I put But uh, on the other end of the spectrum, spectrum, I have a video that I took six years to film, and it was my web edit three. It's like
0: so. So, what do we search don't, for?
1: That? Don't play the music though. It has a wolf mother. Oh, well, okay. I paid like five grand for the rights, and then they still copyrighted me.
0: Really? Just just mute Thank it. Thank
1: you. Yeah, I would definitely mute it before you play it. What is it? Um, uh, Ryan Williams web edit three.
0: Web edit three dope <laughs>
1: no it's it's actually it came became like a thing because my first web edit like i spent like a year and it came out and everyone was like
0: whoa
1: this is crazy uh, so it became like a yeah yeah, like yeah. thing and then i did web edit two, and it was like make sure you mute it
0: just mute it yeah we'll get yeah um is yeah. it muted I, I can hear nah, it. muted on the screen there
1: what was it oh you'll be able to cut this out anyway yeah, there you go. I would. We
0: good. We uh, good.
1: Yeah, so so there was Web it At One, Web it At Two. I filmed for like maybe two years, three years. And then this one, I was like, I'm going all out. Five years. Or
0: six, oh, six, five, dude, six I remember, I but remember that. But this thing,
1: this is like, so I accumulated like just nearly all world first tricks. Like in tricks that were just like the gnarliest thing I've done. And then I got my best mate to like edit. It, and he's like an editor for Russell Crowe now. Shout out to Nick Air Films. What? Legit,
0: yeah. What does he edit for Russell Crowe? I, I know, j- he's
1: just a part of the thing, yeah, but...
0: I just watched this the other day. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, this is my, probably the best edit I've ever made, but, get it, get the down. but to, in saying that, like it got, it's so it's like, I think it's like two and a half million
0: yeah, views. 2.6. I
1: just but I've met like my first ones that are like terrible. It's like when I'm not terrible, but I'm like 14, I'm 16 years old. Like I'm nowhere near as good as this, like 4 million, like, you know, and then toy car versus mega ramp, 10 million. And then it's like all this effort, but I'm not complaining because 2.5 million is I'm stoked on, and people are still going to watch it. And it's my body of work, and I'm really happy with it. So it's like at the end of the day, that's what I've understood about YouTube. Just be happy that you can come back in at the end, like later on in life, and you can watch something that is going to bring back memories. And that's how you really go into YouTube and succeed, is because then you just make videos
0: to enjoy. Well, you're a genuine creator.
1: Yeah, exactly, and then. It doesn't matter if it flops. Like, obviously, videos are gonna flop, no matter what you think you're doing right or wrong. They're all it's gonna flop for some for some reason or other. Sometimes.
0: Well, dude, you got to think about like Rogan too. Like, I've been listening to Rogan since probably like 2012 or 2013. Yeah. And like his videos, then if you'd go on YouTube. And like, it was in that first studio yeah. that he did and yeah. it was like recliners and it was like crazy unprofessional yeah. and it wasn't getting that, a bunch of views, but because all those views are on his channel, like I just went back and watched up, yeah. the one with Sam Harris yeah. and it was like 143 yeah, and it's got insane bulk views. So yeah. it's like, you can't get disheartened as a creator that right now your shit's not popping off yeah, because you don't know what, what can happen. Like look at what happened to Rogan. He's literally gets millions and millions and millions now. yeah, And his whole back catalog is getting crazy amounts of downloads. So like if the views can't be your only metric for success.
1: And like, if you just go into it and you're just doing it like for the sake of being able to watch it back, like, Just do it for being able to relive memories even. Yeah. And then no matter how many views it gets, you're still going to be stoked. Yeah. And you're going to do it more often because you're just not worried about how it's going to go. And like it is, it does bring you down when you like put a lot of effort into something and it goes bad. So, I don't know. I've learned to just live with whatever, however it goes. Sick.
0: Well, there's this... uh I don't know what the exact saying is, but it, it's, there's a, a saying where it's like, once you've released your art, yeah, the world owns your art. Like you don't yeah. own it anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. once you create something and you put it out into the world, it's the world's. Yeah. yeah. It's not yours. Yeah, for sure. And so you like, you can't,
1: you can't control what the world does with it.
0: Yeah. You can't yeah. control what the world thinks about. It's like, you, you've just got to be like, I made art. Yeah. Do with it what you will. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know? And like, if you can genuinely do that, then you know, it can make the whole process a lot easier. Yeah. A, that one of the comments I get a bunch of times is people like, Oh, is this channel not bigger? Yeah, I'm like, bro, share it. I don't know. Yeah, like I can't understand. tell. Like all I'm, all I'm doing is having a chat. Yeah, and putting it on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. if people like it, they like I it. If they it. don't want to watch it. They don't want to watch it. Yeah, if you think more people should watch it, share it. Share it. Yeah, that's Show it. Round. Um, oh, what was I gonna? Uh, oh, did you notice the the you know when they said the whole like apocalypse thing with YouTube? Yeah, did you notice a big drop in money? geez it was like a while what like, there it was, was a while ago wasn't there a
1: few though there was like one set there was like one and then there was another one right i think i wasn't even like really into it when the first one happened and that was like from pewdiepie or whatever
0: Isn't yeah one, yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah so that one i like
0: there's one more uh, recently yeah
1: i think the recent one i actually noticed that th- yeah the ads were like weird but i felt like i was still getting the same like ad sent like i'm still getting randomly getting the same i don't know if it's like Maybe because your podcast, maybe if you say certain words, yeah, like I yeah. always like I try to make a kid friendly because I have a lot of people that comment and say like, "Thank you for making this kid friendly." And like, yeah. when I'm filming, I don't really think about that too much, but when I'm editing, I'll like bleep. Words yeah, that's why I'm gonna remember. I'm
0: gonna cut every all the swearing out of this just because I know you got a young audience.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Like, yeah, and I don't mind if that because I've sworn in some of my videos, and, but people like timestamp it because they're like. They're yeah. so used to me t- getting rid of it that they'll, like, Burr. so it's, like, it's become a thing where I, I am conscious of it. And, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's part of it.
0: Guess. Yeah, no, it, it helps. Like, I definitely, like, I mean, I had that Renee Gracie chick on. She's, like, the OnlyFans chick. Oh, yeah, okay. And that episode was just got age-restricted, <laughs> like, everything. Yeah. Like, not that my stuff on YouTube doesn't yeah. get, like, crazy yeah. views. Um,
1: How long have you been doing
0: it? <sighs> The podcast I've been doing for like three years almost. Yeah, see. But like, I didn't do YouTube very seriously yeah, for yeah. a while. Like, it's so much work. Yeah. Like, well, pff, I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah nah, <laughs> You know. I get it. But like, it was just, yeah, between like getting guests and then like building this studio. And yeah, it's just 100%. been, it's just such a process. But now, like, that's what Ronan's like, main yeah, deal sick. is to be like pumping it with. Dude,
1: b- even now, I've noticed because I got Arnie, like, I almost like feel so much freer, and I'm like I'm better in videos. Yep. And people like are really liking the videos because they can tell that I'm like I'm like super chill. I'm like just myself, so much, so much more myself because I'm not in control of the camera and everything. Yeah. So I'm not really thinking about I'm not thinking about it as I'm doing it. Because when I'm filming myself, you're thinking about what, how you're going to put it together, how yeah. it's all going to work, and like it's cool because you know how it's going to turn out. But you also don't realize that you're actually subconsciously yeah. always thinking about it and you're not really being your exact self.
0: Yeah, um, dude. No, you're so right. And the I struggled to... Like, I've got in my mind what I think I can achieve in a week. Yeah. And then the week comes and then, you know, something happens, yeah. you miss this yeah. and that. And then you don't end up producing the amount of content that you wanted to. And then yeah. you're like, I'm not taking on any new guests next week. It's just it's a it's a hard thing to find like a real good balance of like productivity yeah. and then playing the game too. Like that's one of the hard things on YouTube. Like my main audience on YouTube is like almost if I post moto stuff, goes nuts. Yeah. But if I posted something about, yeah, like jiu-jitsu stuff, yeah. 400 views. Uh, okay, and then it yeah. just dips your channel yeah. and then you get something that gets 50 and then the next video gets like 400. Yeah. And then it like – and even – I don't know too about – whether because some podcasts do like uh separate clips channels mm-hmm. just so that it's like short videos yeah. and but then like adam 22 on no jumper he posts the he's only got the he's got yeah, the yeah. no jumper channel yeah, yeah. and the adam 22 channel yeah but no jumper like- has all the long ones and the short ones oh, okay so yeah. like he yeah it's just it's such a just a tough game to figure yeah. it out
1: because if you start you, like, you have a clips channel no nah, no nah. yeah see so it's hard because like uh, then you got to start from nothing. Yeah. Like, is it gonna pick? Is it gonna be the same? Or is was like, because you're subscribed. I bet you have like, because you are a, pod- a podcast. You're gonna have the people that just cut like you're. They just come back and watch. Like you yeah. have that. You have that like always the, the always the same subscribers that come and watch. Yeah. You know. Whereas like Eclipse is can it can like pick up other people. Like my channel can pick up like it, I don't even have most of mine actually aren't subscribers. Yeah. 70, I think it's like 70% of mine aren't actually subscribers. I'm the and it's like 80%, I think. Yeah. So but like it's just it's weird because like obviously I'll have a picture of me jumping off a bridge, I got a thumbnail, and it's like, whoa. Whereas like it's like, I don't know, it's like hard it'd be so hard to like get the clips cranking if yeah like, if people haven't seen lots of your channel
0: yeah yeah it's
1: just it's, it's just, just like a grind
0: yeah honestly hey, like yeah. it's just such a tough gig but man i just did not know that you did that all yourself for that long
1: yeah no this is uh, the last i've only done four videos with him so far so the rest is all me except dude. for like oh this video i got professionally made yeah like yeah big big ones but i'd say about 95 percent of my videos on my channel i i made
0: yeah dude that's like that's impressive
1: yeah, it's hard. It's, but if you film, the thing is, if you can streamline your productivity, like you, if you can streamline all the work, you f- you film how you 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 know how it's going to come together. You you're like produce. You're a producer in your own mind when you're filming, yeah. And you know how it's going to come together. You know if you're going to add some meme, something funny. You know, and then what you do is you film to like really like, so you don't need lots of production after like, I yeah, post, yeah, sorry, yeah. you don't need lots of posts. So what I'll do is I'll film so that I don't need a lot of posts. Yeah, you
0: ain't wasting you it. You know, like yeah. if I
1: stuff up a clip, I'll, I'll most likely refilm it. Sometimes I won't, but like that makes it easier because I know that that clip goes there, done, next clip, you know, yeah. and then you streamline it and then you're getting it down to like two or three hours editing and it's not as bad
0: but man it's like then
1: you're like but you're done and then you're like thumbnail yeah and then you're like i didn't shoot a thumbnail
0: yeah no (laughs) dude the amount of thumbnail the amount of videos i haven't posted because i just have not done a thumbnail (laughs) i was just like oh man i just don't know what and like especially with like podcasts it's kind of hard you know it's like just people in a studio you you just gotta like go through and it's like oh he did something cool just now yeah but there's like what can you do yeah for sure (laughs) well man I've really, really enjoyed talking to you, dude. Yeah,
1: sick. How long did I go for? I'm stoked. What time is it? It's um 11, nearly.
0: 11. That's three hours. How long did I go yeah. for? Yeah, two, two hours, 48. Two Damn, hours, 48. Let's go. How was your first podcast experience, mate?
1: It was fun. I, I really liked it. I really liked that you, like, did bring me back to some things that I didn't really think about. And then, like, it's cool to be able to talk to people. I just hope that people see that, like, even though, like, I'm this crazy scooter rider, like, everyone like I came from where people like maybe someone that's watching, I was literally like that kid and you can do it. Like that's all I want people to know. And I always tell people that, that you just got to be, like believe in yourself. And even like, even when you go on as high as you can, sometimes it might not work, but like just keep at it. And there's always a lot at the tunnel. like, I I rode my scooter for, I was riding my scooter for probably two years before I even knew like what a bassman was. So put that in perspective for you. And like, just know that even if you're, two years in and you're still having trouble just keep having fun you might find that thing and and you'll just just ride it you got it ride the way baby
0: well man (laughs) honestly like you're such a good ambassador for what like the positivity that action sports can bring into a person's life the opportunities that it can give you the you know like and it's one of the things I really wanted to try and just touch on like the multiple things you've had to do. Like you're a business owner, you're a property developer, you're a world (laughs) traveler, you're, you know what I mean? Like you've you've overcome fear. You've done so much like overcome or like the bullying and all this stuff that you've been able to overcome and you've done it all within the action sports arena and the skills that you learned at the skate park, not only, on your bmx bike or on your scooter but like the life skills like the life lessons the failures the you know like the rejection and the hard times Mm -hmm. and then the friendship like everything that that you've got was created in this action sports arena and that's available to any kid that wants to buy a scooter yeah, or any kid that your parents can get you a bmx bike and i think it's something that
1: even if, you, even if you have friends that like, even if you don't have anything, like even if your friend has a scooter, like I'm sure, go down the park and just feel it out. Maybe it's not the right thing for you. Maybe you want to do something else, but like it's a good avenue to just test mm. and it's, it could only, if you really like it, do it and it could just bring like a little bit of happiness in your life, a little bit of a getaway. And if even if anything, even if it's not a career, it's a really good way to just separate your, your yourself from the real world and just live for a part time in this world where you don't think about anything else, you just think about oh, what trick I'm going to do, and it's a great release for anyone even that just wants to do it for fun.
0: Perfect, brother. Well, you are welcome in this studio <laughs> anytime Thanks. that you want to come back, bro. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, Let's uh, and also shout out to Sammy from Fist yeah. and Harry for helping make this happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. Shout out. Let's get ha- we'll get Harry in here next time. We'll have a some banter.
0: Well, dude, you should come watch supercrosses or something. Or, oh gosh, that'd be pretty or funny. We should do a flight companion.
1: Oh, dude, that'd be sick. If you're in, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in for sure.
0: Perfect. Thanks, bro.
1: Ah, thanks everyone.
0: Yo, sick. Well done. Thanks so much, bro. It's got hot in here, right? I know. Holy
1: crap, huh? oh, yeah, yes. dude. Thanks, Ronan. We didn't even, like, start it. That's why I confused me at the start. I'm like, have we started? Yeah. We're just talking.